Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the final episode of Halloween, spooky, scary stuff. Exactly. Uh, So, of course, we are doing my personal pick. I'm finishing this one off with a movie that most likely none of you will like. I think like it's a really good pick to finish it off, though, like, I, to, to go strong with it. I think so. But again, I'm in one of those situations where I have to preference that you might not enjoy this movie. Uh, <laughs> really, though? Yeah, man, a I, lot of people didn't like this movie. Really? Uh, yeah. Holy so, shit. I um, thought this was fantastic. I know. And I think it's a masterpiece film, basically. Mm-hmm. It is Ari Aster's 2018 debut feature film, Hereditary. Oh. We're A24 boys again. A24, baby. We're finishing it off strong. <laughs> um, I believe... So Ari Aster and Robert Eggers are both quickly becoming some of my favorite up-and-coming directors. Mm-hmm. And they both came out with smashing debuts. Mm-hmm. The did- Witch with Robert Eggers in 2015. And mm-hmm. then Ari Aster 2018 drops Hereditary. Yeah. And by the time that this podcast comes out too, like we'll hopefully have The Lighthouse out. At this point Yeah exactly I'm very excited For The Lighthouse Yeah so am I And we're definitely Going to be talking About that So Little backstory On Ari Aster mm-hmm. is, He's my dad He's my father <laughs> uh, No So Ari Aster Years ago I think mm-hmm. like In like 2012 Came out with I, I don't know if it was his college thesis or what it was, but I think it was like a like a film that he made for college that was basically called um, something strange about the Johnsons. Okay. Now, oh me. Yeah, <laughs> Zachary Johnson. And basically, this movie came out, and it's about a half hour long, and it, the full thing is on YouTube, so you can watch it. Hmm. And it is a, I remember very vividly uh, everybody talking about this when it first came out. It was like, you know, it went viral, basically. Everybody was like, oh my God, oh my God, have you seen the strange things about about the Johnsons, strange things about the Johnsons? And I remember it. And then... Uh, we see he then comes out with Hereditary last year, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that it was the same guy at all. Like I, I didn't know that it was the same person. And then A24 sends out a tweet, and it says it, they basically reference something to the strange things about the strange thing about the Johnsons. And I'm like, I remember that. I'm like, why are they saying that? And then I rewatched it, and it's fucking written and directed by <laughs> Ari Aster. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I've actually known who you were. I didn't even know. <laughs> we're friends. Um, but if you have not seen it, uh, I highly, highly recommend it. I'll it's, check it out. It's really, really good. And it's really, really cool to see his like Ari, like young, young mm-hmm. Ari Aster in college because he's got a sick mind. <laughs> and, you know, well, we learned that from Midsummer too. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really want to ruin it for you, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's dense. It's heavy. Like okay. it's not it's and it's and it's very, very unexpected. And there's like a, a role reversal basically that happens in the movie okay. that it takes an interesting take on something that unfortunately does happen in the world Mm -hmm. but i mean it's done very very well and it's really really good you said it's on youtube the full thing is on youtube i'm I'm pretty sure the exact name is uh it's either something strange about the johnsons or the strange thing or like strange things about the johnsons i don't remember exactly the the exact title but it's on youtube you could just watch the full thing okay uh really really good though i highly recommend it so you and anybody listening please do (laughs) (laughs) that'd be a a good thing to really talk because it's a short film i told you it's like a half hour okay so it's it's cool um, but yeah, we're talking about Hereditary today. This movie, and I've told you this before, this was really the movie last year that got me back into horror movies. Yes. This gave
gave me hope for horror movies yeah. moving forward in life. Yeah. Because, man, it hits you on, like, every key. It's not jump scary. Thank God, because I hate those movies. Yeah, I know. It's not jump scary. It has such a slow build that has a huge payoff mm-hmm. in the end. Yep. My only complaint is they fucking kill the dog again. Yeah, I noticed that. I, I wrote that down. You know, like, It Follows didn't have a dog that died. No, they didn't. You know, th- you know, maybe <laughs> maybe it's because I picked a movie that doesn't have a dog <laughs> that would die in it. I mean, I'm just saying. But they don't really make it like a big point to like the dog gets killed. There's not like a big like climactic thing with a dog. Like you don't hear like the, like the dog shrieking or anything like that. It's just. No, but you, you also you, didn't have to show it. Yeah, but you, you did. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. Um, so I actually took you to this movie. Yes, I saw it, and I was like, Zach, this is amazing. You need to see this film. It was our first date, and it was our first date. <laughs> we went to the movies together, and I sat you down, and I had a fantastic, fantastic experience watching. <laughs> you looked over at my face. Yeah, my God. We'll we'll talk about it. Thank you again yeah. for picking this movie. Because for the fourth time in my life, I have to over and over in my head relive one scene towards the end. Yeah. That has stuck with me. Yeah. And so I want to just talk a little bit about when I went to the movies with with just my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So we go to the theater. It was the first time we ever went to this theater. And it's like a little small whatever theater. And we go there. And I was like, because I hate, I don't, like, I, I enjoy movie theaters. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy the experience that movie theaters give you. But I hate people <laughs> that go to movie theaters because everyone's super disrespectful. Th- they all yeah. like use their phones or whatever. They talk and it's just like super annoying, right? So I was again stressed because I don't you know, and especially going into a horror film, it's like, oh my God, who's gonna be in this theater? Like is it gonna be like young kids, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But we also went like a few weekends after I think we first off we chose we chose a uh, like a weekday. Mm-hmm so I think we went on like a Tuesday or something and uh, and we went in there and again the movie's already been out for a few weeks and I was like yo we gotta see this so we go and there's myself and Jess in an empty theater mm-hmm. and I was like this I like this a lot and then one other couple comes in and they sit behind us oh I remember you telling me this story <laughs> no 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 no. this nope. was from Midsummer. oh but, okay uh, that, that's from Midsummer, which mm-hmm. is a funny it's a funny story but it's just one other couple so the entire theater was basically empty mm-hmm. and nobody was they, the other couple was very respectful they didn't talk at all whatever so like we were good and I mean seeing Hereditary on the big screen and some of the imagery that happens in this film and uh, just everything that you that, that like Ari Aster puts you through I mean I personally feel like this movie like if you didn't get to see it in theaters you definitely missed out yeah like okay like yeah you should definitely watch this movie like go stream it it's on Amazon Prime if you have that mm-hmm. stream it there <laughs> go out and buy it uh, I bought it yesterday because I was like oh I don't even have Hereditary so I bought Midsommar and then also mm-hmm. Hereditary and I was like well I'll just pick it up and it was like five bucks on Blu-ray I'm like perfect so uh, not it's not gonna break the bank but I highly recommend that you that you see this film yeah and this movie honestly in my opinion compares to like the Shining when it first came out, where it got like a little bit of backlash, yeah. but it's become like a cult classic. The thing is, Ari Aster did a did a premiere mm-hmm. for people that oh, work at A twenty four, and almost everybody that he showed it to hated the film, mm-hmm. except for 
Robert Eggers. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Eggers and his like wife, I think, were sitting there and they were like, yo, that was awesome. Like, really, really good job. And Ari Aster's like standing up and everyone's basically just like ripping into Ari Aster about like how garbage of a movie this was. And like, you know, it just like nobody liked it. And and Robert Eggers was like, dude, this was awesome. Like, you, like, th- like you know, this was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ari Aster and, and uh, Robert Eggers are actually like pretty good friends. And they uh, they just they they make great yeah. horror films. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. They make unique horror yeah, films. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into it, Zach. Why don't you run down the list of who we got? Yeah, so uh, so the main characters, there's only really four that we really, really need to talk about. Yeah. So we got Tony Collette, who is the main character playing Annie, who is the mother. Uh, we have Miley Sharp- Shapiro, mm-hmm. who is playing Charlie. Yep. Uh, we have Gabriel Bryan, who is playing Stephen, the father. And we have Alex Wolf, who plays Peter, remember the, the son. Nick, remember the Naked Brothers band? Do you um, remember that? Yeah. No, it's like on Nick. I think it was on Nickelodeon, or uh, it might have been Disney Channel. Name uh, name familiar Naked thing Brothers itself, band. Not it, it no. was like a it was like a TV show. Uh, that was that's Alex Wolf and his Nate, and his brother Nate Wolf. They were like they were on like a like Nickelodeon TV show. Oh really? Yeah, it was that's that's uh, the son. The kid from Stranger Things? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm so old. Uh, so let's get into it. Yeah. So. The first shot, it opens up basically to an obituary yes. for where a funeral is going to be held and about the person. And it was Ellen Taper Lay. And from there, the screen just kind of like fades out. And then it goes to a single shot of the treehouse. Yes, the treehouse. And it pans slowly. So let's, uh, let's, let's take a step back <laughs> already. <Okay>. All right. <laughs> So, it's gonna be a two-parter. <laughs> it might be. It's a long movie, man. Yeah. So you get the uh, you get the obituary, and it basically says exactly who you said. Ellen Taperlay. She was seventy-eight, and she passed away from a prolonged illness. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, and it gives you the whole thing of exactly where the funeral will be held. Blah 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 blah. And then yeah, you get this beautiful opening shot, and from this opening shot, I think it's very very clear to. St- that you could tell that we are in the hands of a master maker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a this movie masterful. is gorgeous to look it's at. It's so beautiful. And his editing choices and where he plays his, like, scene blocking and all that is just to the, like, to a T. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so good. So he does a lot of these really, really long shots or like really, really like he, he, he does like similar to like Bergman where it's like he like lingers a little, mm-hmm. to, you know, he like or he lingers. keeps the shot on for what seems like a little too long, but it works perfectly for yeah, the scene. Exactly. So basically, uh, yeah, you get the shot of this treehouse and then it kind of it starts pulling back a little bit and the treehouse goes out of focus and then what come in focus is this like addict or whatever it is. It's like a Some, workshop. It's like a workshop yeah. And then it's a slow pan to the right and you're, and you're seeing all these little like miniature minis. That's what they are. They're like miniature yeah. like sculptures. And I was stuff. almost like diorama. That's yeah, what I wrote yeah. for like everything in my notes was like a diorama. So and it's all around and then it turns to a dollhouse and probably the best shot in the scene. I don't know. The, I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's it, a gr- it's a great it was great transitional scene. It was it was a scene that was shown a lot in the trailers, and from like the first time I saw it, I was like, 
That's fucking awesome. It's a great, great opening Because it shot. transitions from, like, the dollhouse into, like, the actual room. Right. So, like, there's the... So, he pushes in the camera very, very slowly. And he, he like, he stays in, like, the upper left-hand corner. And you're pushing into this dollhouse. And then you finally get into a full room of the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. And you're inside of a bedroom where Alex Wolf. Or Peter. Peter is sleeping in his bedroom and mm. the father walks in, Stephen, mm-hmm. and he walks in and he's like, hey, here's like your suit. And he like, you know, gives him the suit. And then he's, he's like, hey, time to wake up. Like, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. It's they're getting ready for the funeral. Yeah. And he asks uh, if Charlie is in the house and if, if she, like, did she sleep in the house? And he's like, he basically just like, I don't know. Uh, and then he goes, the father goes outside. You have the image of Tony Collette sitting in the car. Mm-hmm. She's just waiting in the passenger waiting. seat. She doesn't, but she, you know, she's upset. She looks pretty upset. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Stephen goes up and he climbs up to the treehouse. And Charlie's laying on the floor. She gets up really quick. Sleeping. And yeah, and he's, and he's just angry. He's just like, yeah. damn it, Charlie. Like you could have caught pneumonia. Yeah, he's like, and she's like. I'm okay with that. Yeah, exactly. That's really <laughs> what she's like. like. No one's okay with pneumonia. Yeah. So then it cuts to the funeral service. Yeah. And we're finally at, we've learned that uh, it's Tony Collette's mother who. What a fucking creepy picture though of her. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's fitting. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it immediately like unnerved me. Yeah. And um, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, so it's really just Annie going on, basically giving like the funeral service, saying yeah. mostly that like she didn't really know her mother. She yeah. never really like had a good relationship with her. And when she did come into her life, she was very controlling. Yep. But then she also mentions something that's important where she says that her mother was into like very weird rituals. Yes. And she also says the line where she says it's it's really weird seeing all these strange new faces. Yeah. So, but almost everybody that's at her mother's funeral, she doesn't even know, which is odd. And then it kind of shows, I think it's like the open casket, right? Yes. And Um, Charlie's kind of like going over and you see like this weird kind of like necklace on the grandmother. Right. And it kind of pans over to this very weird looking guy, like, like Dolph Lundgren, if like he just (laughs) gave up. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of looking, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So he's like aggressively smiling. (laughs) So aggressive. <laughs> I think he waves too at her. Yeah, so he's like smiling at Charlie. Uh, and Charlie kind of just like doesn't really... Charlie's very upset. Yeah. And it's kind of revealed later on why she's upset. But uh, yeah, so she, uh, Charlie's pretty upset that uh, her grandmother just died. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it then kind of like shows like Charlie like breaking open like a, like a bar. Like a, what is it? Like a Hershey's bar or whatever. Yeah. And she's kind of like eating it. And then she's like looking and she notices that a woman goes up to the open casket and has like a like a, an elixir of some type. And she like puts it on the grandmother's lips. Mm-hmm. She's kind of just staring at the woman like, what's that about? Yeah. And then uh, it kind of cuts back to her finishing up like the obituary and charlie's just like drawing her mother like talking about it and doing doing that fucking clicking noise yeah which is it's terrifying yeah yeah so and then steve's having none of it too yeah exactly so steve like puts it away or whatever Mm -hmm. and then uh steve ends up like so she's eating like the candy bar after Mm -hmm. like that she's like standing there and something very important is said where he's like does that have nuts in it and she's like no 
And then he's like, all right, good. And then and the then mother Tony comes collects over. She's like, does that thing have fucking nuts? And, she's, <laughs> and he's like, no, it's just fine. She's like, we don't have the EpiPen. <sighs> so you understand immediately that she, she has is allergic. a nut allergy. Who doesn't these days? Yeah, exactly. And actually, there, I have one small issue with this movie. Okay. And other than that, though. Nut I allergies? It, yeah, don't, they don't make sense to me either. <laughs> if a peanut is stronger than you, you don't deserve to be. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get into it. Okay. But like, it's not, it's like one small little thing that's not like detrimental to the film, but like. <laughs> You're like, it's the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> the entire movie. Uh, but it's just kind of like weird. But anyway, so now it cuts to the house. They're at the house. They're beautiful, beautiful house. It's a beautiful home. Yeah. And um, you get like this long shot of it. And it cuts into Annie working on like a miniature. Well, like, before, before we get there. Ooh. So re- as soon as like the family walks into the front door and all mm-hmm. that, they like, like oh, walk yeah, in. Yeah. He's like, shoes off. Everybody, everybody kind of disperses. And Tony Collette turns to Steve or... Uh, Annie, Annie turns, turns to, Steve. to Steve and she's basically just like, should I be sadder? Like, should I feel more sad? And he's basically just like, you should feel like, as you know, there isn't really like a right or wrong feeling for this. It's kind of just everybody reacts to death differently. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, there's almost like this relief that Tony Collette portrays where like she's almost glad that her mother's dead. Not glad mm-hmm. in a sense that like, that, like she wanted her to die, but it kind of just feels like there's like a, a weight. weight off of her shoulders now where she's just like, oh, peace. Yeah. Like, yeah, you now know? I don't have to worry about this. Exactly. Now I don't have to like think every day about what's going to happen. Exactly. Uh, and then, yes, then we're at the scene yes. where you were. So at that point, you see Annie working on like a miniature like doctor's bed almost. And it kind of looks as if like the doctor is taking care of the grandmother. Yes. In the shot. Yeah. And then it ends up cutting to Peter in bed and he's just kind of like playing guitar and mm-hmm. like watching TV. Yeah. And the father, Stephen, comes in and asks him like if he's okay. Yeah. And he's just like, eh, all right. Like I didn't really know her that well. Yeah, exactly. And he's just like, yeah, I get it. I, I get it. So yeah. he's kind of like, all right, good night. And they have a really good connection. They Steve do. They're, they're very, very close. And then you see the complete opposite later on. Yeah. <laughs> so then the mom, Annie, ends up going to see Charlie in her room. And she just kind of like is sitting by the bed and like kind of like playing with her hair and asking her like if she's okay. Mm-hmm. And she she tells, sees the drawing though first. Yeah. Like she looks at the notebook and she sees the drawing of uh, her mother mm-hmm. and Charlie's grandmother in the casket. And you know they're you know they're like young girl drawings. They're not like great drawings by any means, but I mean, but you like <laughs> this is good, art. <laughs> but like they're good enough to tell. Like you could tell like who it is. So you could tell that it's her mother. Her, it's her grandmother in the open casket mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then Annie says, too, is like, you know, you were her favorite. Yeah. And she says, too, she was like, she wanted me to be a boy. She does. Charlie says that she, to Charlie, Annie. Charlie says that she really, really wanted me to be a boy. And then she says, now who's going to take care of me? Exactly. And Annie is like, well, me, of course. Like, mm-hmm. I'm your mom. So they have a very weird relationship. Mm-hmm. And then she says, no, I mean, like, when you die. Right. And, and then she's like, well, then your father or your brother. And so. this is when Annie notices the writing on the wall. Literally, not just metaphorically. Yeah. But it says like Satoni on it. Satany. Satany? Satony? I don't know. 
Satin. Tony, it's <laughs> fucking Italian. Hey, oh, I got that Santoni hey. for you. <laughs> I'm a ghost. What the fuck? <laughs> what do you want? Meatball? <laughs> We're Italian. We can do that. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Zach went through a hard Italian oh, phase. Oh, man, I did. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Let's, let's stay let's, yeah, we'll let's stick keep to this on one. to this. That's a story for another day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway. So, so goes into the workshop then, mm-hmm. and she's, like, Annie is kind of just, like, walking through and she finds the box that says like her mom's things mm-hmm. and she kind of just is like looking through it for yeah. a second she finds like an album and kind of flips through like a couple of pages she sees like some photos there's like photos of like charlie as a baby and just mm. like, you know just family photos basically and then finds like what at first appears to be like a really nice card to her mother where it, it's the grandmother explaining to annie like hey listen like I know things have been rough, but I just want you to know how much I really love you. And at the very end, it says, our sacrifice will pale next to the reward. Yeah. Yeah. And she basically says, like, forgive me for keeping you in the dark. And then mm-hmm. she's like, you know, exactly. Yeah. And um, then she was like, okay, that's enough album for right now. Yeah. So then Tony or Annie gets up and uh, I have like a thing where like I always want to call the actors You never and do it. Like every single I know, podcast. I, I always want to call them like by like their actual names. Mm-hmm. But all right, Annie walks uh she's like about to leave and she goes and shuts the light light off and as she like kind of like she like shuts the light off and then kind of like looks over and Mm -hmm. she sees her mom yeah smiling yeah and it's fucking terrifying it is right like but it's it's done in a way where again thank you for being somewhat different with horror movies where there's not like an overbearing like music tone to it. Yeah. It's just literally like he only does it once. He only yeah. does it once where like there's like a heavy like you know hard heavy beat or whatever like music like happening when something happens and it's very selective and I think it makes sense as to where he puts it. Yeah. But yeah, so like most of the time, if there's anything horrific that happens, it's very just quiet. Yeah. And then she flips on the light and sees that nothing's there. there. And then she basically goes back to bed and she's like, "I fucking scared myself." And Steve's like. Well, first before that, she goes over to like a diorama and like flips it oh, around. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. we see it and it's basically a diorama of Annie holding like Charlie as a baby and the grandmother is trying to like breastfeed the yeah, baby. exactly. So it's kind of, at this point you can kind of get, you don't really understand why yet, but basically uh, Annie's job is making like miniatures for people. Like yeah. people make these. I don't, I didn't know that that was even like a real job. I guess it is. Yeah. I, you know what? I mean, it, I guess they exist. So someone's got to do it's, it. Right? It's got to be like a weird amount of money that you get paid for it. Probably. Yeah. And also a weird amount of time that you can spend on it. Yeah. But I think it also, she uses it as a like coping mechanism or like, like getting like her thoughts out instead of like, it's yeah. almost like similar to like people journaling, you know? Yeah. So like, instead of like for her getting her like thoughts out she basically just like makes these sculptures and then just kind of like looks at them yeah because you can see like which ones are for work and which ones are just like personal yeah her doing like her own like self-therapy almost exactly and then yeah then like you said she goes into bed and like she says she scared herself yeah yep and then it cuts to the school the next morning with Mm -hmm. charlie yeah charlie's in school and uh, all the students are kind of like taking a test and Charlie's just kind of like dicking around. With, she's making like, a toy she's, kind she, of. Yeah, she, this is what she does. She like builds like little like trinkets and the teacher's like, uh, are you done with your test? And she's like, no. And she's like, well, why don't we uh, why don't we get the test done and then you can play with your toys. <laughs> not a cool teacher. Yeah, not cool <laughs> at all. And then she's like, okay. So like she's like about to like kind of start the test and then a bird just like slams into the window mm-hmm. and all the kids are like, oh my God. And she just kind of looks over and she always has like this very like worried look on her yeah. face. 
Uh, but she's like staring and it's kind of like zoom. There's like this like slow zoom into a pair of scissors that's like mm-hmm. on the teacher's desk. And then it basically cuts to Peter uh, in class now. Yeah. And he's just like looking at the girl's ass. Yeah. Basically. Sitting down the most unflattering angle. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's basically just kind of like the teacher asking questions and he's like really not paying attention. He gets like the text from his friend of like, hey, you want to go smoke a bowl under yeah, the bleachers exactly. later? Exactly. But and then the, the teacher though, again, is like saying something of somewhat significant where yeah. the teacher's basically like, what is like the downfall of Heracles, I think it was? Yeah. And it's basically just like, oh, well, he, you know, all of these signs are like basically put right in front of him mm-hmm. and and he refuses to like acknowledge them almost like what's happening in the movie exactly yeah foreshadowing foreshadowing <laughs> but it ends up being that like peter's not really like paying attention and the teacher yeah. like calls on him and he's like uh which part again yeah exactly and the girl that he likes just gives him this look of like you fucking prick you don't even know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> and it's like what are you, the fucking teacher's pet? <laughs> I guess, yeah, exactly. Uh, so then it cuts to Charlie, and she's outside, and she goes right to the window where the bird, like, smacked into it, and mm-hmm. she picks up the dead bird. Well, no, she doesn't even pick it up. So, like, she just is oh, cutting right, right, the right. head off. Yeah, so she just, like, takes the, the scissors and just kind of, like, snap, like, cuts the head off of the bird. You know, normal kid Yeah, things. no, it happens. <laughs> Coming of age tale and whatnot. <laughs> so she turns around, though, and sees this woman, like, a block away almost yeah. just waving at her yeah exactly and she's like hello <laughs> <laughs> would you like to talk about our lord and savior <laughs> jesus christ yeah so then it cuts to annie working again mm-hmm. after that and at this point like she seems very like shut off which begs more of like a question too that i'll bring up towards the end where the the name of the movie kind of speaks for itself where she's inheriting some traits mm-hmm but she's just working again. She seems very standoffish. Uh, she finds, though, because she, she leaves the workshop for a second and goes down the hallway and notices that her mother's room is open. Yeah, the door, her mother's door, because the mother was staying. They were, like, staying in the same house. Yeah. Uh, and that's revealed later. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so then she, like, goes into the thing, and then you see a giant triangle mm-hmm. that it looks like it's almost been, like, either carved, I guess carved. Into, I would say. Yeah, like, into the floor, and it's a huge triangle. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my goddamn wood floors! <laughs> and and it's kind of, like, said, like, again, like, when she was doing the eulogy for her mom, it was kind of, like, she said that, like, her mom was into, like, weird, like... Mm-hmm rituals and stuff like that so i mean it's kind of like hey this is probably a weird ritual that i'm she sure was in. annie too for the longest time was like oh she's one of those crystal people i bet yeah exactly <laughs> it was just healing property this yeah um so like yeah so then she then like closes the door she she uh, locks it again yeah and um, she ends up going to steve and is like hey did you open my mother's door right and he's like no 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 never no. did that nope and then that's when peter comes by and is like hey dad like there's a phone call from you from the cemetery. Yeah. And he takes the call and he kind of like walks away for a second. And they basically tell him that the grave for the grandmother was desecrated. Mm-hmm. And basically the grandmother's body is missing. Well, and, you don't hear that, but well, no, but like, yet. it's kind of implied. Yeah. So the, yeah, but he, so he's like, what do you mean desecrated? Mm-hmm. And then they, they say something and then he's like, I need to call you back. And then, uh, yeah, Annie, he's like, Oh, it's only been a week. Yeah, Exactly. And Annie's like, uh, she's like, hey, what was that about? And he's like, oh, you know, just some billing stuff. And she's <laughs> like, all right, well, I'm going to go to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> Liar. She never went to the she movies. She didn't go. She goes to like a support group so, at this yeah, point. So, yeah, she like walks into this almost like similar to like an AA thing. It's, yeah, you know, it's 
know, but it's you know for uh, losing a loved exactly. one. Exactly, you lo- you know, it's a what do you call it? Like it, it was called losing a loved one. Yeah, but but like, what does it say? It's like losing a loved one support group, support group, yeah. support therapy, whatever it is, therapy stuff. Yeah, um, but this was another thing too, where you brought it up. Where grief counseling. That's what I wrote. Ah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's much better sounding. <laughs> but this uh, is where you brought it up too, where it's like. Ari Aster keeps like a really long shot on yeah. people because it's almost like awkward how long and how quiet it is as like her feet keep clacking to yeah. the floor yeah. as she's walking over. Mm-hmm. So she basically sits in the circle and the guy's like, all right, so we have a couple new people here if anybody wants to like say any words. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the rare movies in which I don't hate exposition because this whole scene is exposition. Just like it follows. No. Oh. <laughs> so this whole scene is exposition, basically, and, and Annie's basically just giving the rundown of her entire, like, childhood and mm. everything. But it's done, you know, like, at the end of the day, when like, when exposition is done well, mm-hmm. you care about what the person is talking about. And you're interested and you want to know more. Yeah. And in this situation, for me personally... This works. Yeah, because she kind of like laid it out. At first, she was like, no, 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 I don't want to really yeah, like she talk about exactly. it. Exactly. She was like, I don't really want to do this. And then she's like, all right, you know what? I was going to start opening up. Yeah. And she, I mean, she fucking pours it out. It. Yeah. Like, she goes on about like how, like, you know, she's not really sad that her mother died, but she is sad. But like, they never had a really close relationship. And basically goes on to like explain like their entire kind of time together where yeah. she, her grandmother got sick and just ended up like, you know, they didn't talk to each other for a while, and then she came to live with them, and once she was pregnant with Peter, they kind of, like, cut off communication. And yeah, then... because basically Annie didn't want her mother near mm-hmm. Peter when she was pregnant, and then, she, you know, she gave birth to Peter, and then don't, uh, Annie was like, I'm not gonna, like, keep you, like, you know, like, I'm not gonna, like, let you touch him or whatever, and then she got pregnant with Charlie, and the mother was all over her. Yeah, she latched and, like, her claws into her. Exactly, and Annie was like, all right, I guess I'll, like, let you in because, you know, whatever, trying to be a better daughter or whatnot, and then the mother just took Charlie, basically, and was like, yeah. this is my child. But then also goes into the fact of, like, you know, her... Like, Annie's father had, like, passed away, like, really, really young. I forgot, like, exactly so what they said. So he died of starvation. Yes. Because uh, he was, I think he was, like, schizophrenic or something. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He, no, her brother was schizophrenic. No, well, her brother hung himself in their mother's room. Yeah. Leaving the note blaming Annie's mom saying that. You put, the, like, these voices in my head, basically. People in her yeah, head. Yeah, and then the and then um yeah the the father father was like just severely depressed and he just died of starvation Mm -hmm. because he wasn't eating which is fucking insane it's crazy right uh i get hungry all the time and like (laughs) (laughs) that just sucks yeah uh so i mean she has just had like a life Uh, yeah you know and it's really just really shitty Um, But then it's revealed that, like, the mother ended up living back in the house and Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And where are we? And then she basically just says, too, is, like, I don't feel like I'm to blame, but I feel blamed. Yeah. And that's more or less, like, where she leaves off on it. Yep. And then you get, you know, the, uh, what's his name? Peter smoking. Smoking smoking a bowl in his room. Smoking a big old bong. Yeah. And... I don't know if you noticed it too, because I thought it was really cool, because he gets the phone call, or no, he gets text the message. text yeah. of like, hey, there's a party tomorrow night, like, you should come over. Well, and dude, the text message is really funny. 
I forgot exactly the what The text it message said. is like, dude, there's a party tomorrow at this person's house. He's like, bring your dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... You don't want to forget that. No, you don't want to forget that. Multiple but, times I forgot. <laughs> Always a bad time. Oh, I forgot it today, actually. <laughs> Shit! Go ahead. But did you notice, too, like, when he blew the smoke out the window, like, something in the foreground, but it was blurry, like, kind of breathed back? Yeah, yeah, it was really, yeah, exactly. So it almost kind of seems like, you know, Charlie's in the treehouse, because I think they were, like, adjacent to each other, parallel to each other. <laughs> they could see each other from adjacent. the... <laughs> adjacent. Yeah, I was right the first time. <laughs> so <laughs> parallel. I know. I know words. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, he gets like the party text, and then um, you get like this really, really like big far shot of the house. But it's the they, diorama. Well, is it because it doesn't? I it, think so. Because it, it, it looks like it, right? Like I don't mm. know how he did this. I'm not sure if it was the diorama, if it was her little miniature, or if it wasn't. But I don't know. It, but it, it's a very, very far shot, and it's like so far away that it almost looks like the miniature, or it does look like the miniature. But I'm just not sure if it actually is or not. And it, it they do this like a couple of times. Yeah, in a the couple movie, times. And it's so fucking cool. It's like cool. it's yeah. very like it plays into the story so well. Yeah. And it's such a minor detail, but like Ari Aster went above and beyond with that. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm going to add this in. Exactly. So I thought that was really cool. So then Charlie's like sitting in her room and she's kind of like putting together more of like these toys that she's She, she that should she be builds. wearing gloves. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she's eating like M&Ms and touching like the bird head. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And then there's like this, it happens a few times where it's like a light, I, it, it turns into an orb, but I don't, it, it's like it's a like light. It's like a circle at first. Yeah. Well, it's like a light streak. Yeah. Like that kind of just like washes over and then it makes like a like a chiming noise every time it comes on it's mm-hmm. like this like almost like like, like a an, wind chime type yeah thing. like enlightening type and it's like ding Mm-mm. and then it turns into like the orb and then it kind of just like goes away and i think charlie like gets up right and she yeah and she looks out the window yeah. for a second and then from there it's just like she's walking outside with like the bird head oh right from yeah. the tree house yeah, yeah yeah so she so in the time from like scene to scene she went up into the tree house and then came back down and started kind of like walking into the field right and at that point, we're back inside where Annie's kind of like just working on more stuff like in the workshop. She gets a text message and they're like, hey, can we like see like how far along you are with oh, her yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, yeah, no. <laughs> well, well she sets it up, but like yeah, she's, she's kind of pissed off yeah. about like the, the due date for it. Yeah, exactly. And then Peter comes by and you see like a completely different relationship between like Peter and Annie and Peter and Steve. Yeah, so he's basically like, hey, can I borrow the car? Because there's like this high school barbecue thing going on. And uh, mm. I just, I just, you know, I'm going to go for a few hours. And she's like, are you going to eat there? And he's like, no, I'm going to eat here. And she's like, you can eat there. I'm just saying like, yeah. you know, he, I'm just like very snippy. Yeah. And he's like, I know I'm, I'm going to eat here. And she's like, are you going to be drinking? And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, he's like, we're not even old enough to get alcohol. And she's like, well, that's a crock of shit. She's yeah. like, I'm, I'm just asking, asking, I'm if you're asking drinking. you if you're going to be drinking. And he's like, no. And she's like, no, okay. he's, he's much smarkier than that. He was like, no, I just told you no. Okay. Yeah. And then she's like, well, uh, are you going to bring Charlie? And he's like, does she want to go? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, did you ask? And he's like, God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> and like, like, There's no winning with yeah. it. They, they're both just back and forth. Exactly. So he's like walking around the house looking for Charlie. And then Charlie, this is a great shot. Yeah. Cause a you, great fucking shot. You get Charlie walking from like, if you were right in front of her. Yeah. Following her backwards. And you hear like the swelling of the music. Yeah. And she's walking towards like the field and then it pans over and there's just i would assume the grandma yeah it's the grandmother it's the grandmother alive around like fire yeah so it looks like she's looking into the depths of hell 
is what I get from yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's it's you know it's not like a huge it's like a pit that she's like you you only see like the, her back and mm-hmm. the back of her head and she's sitting and it looks like she's standing over the depths of hell. Yeah. And then Tony Collette is like Charlie and she yeah. like grabs her and she's like what are you doing? Yeah. You don't and have what? shoes you on. Got no <laughs> shoes on. You know. So then like she brings her back in the house. She's like take your fucking socks off. <laughs> <laughs> but Charlie says too is like I want grandma. Yeah. 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 And Annie gets kind of pissed about yeah, that. Yeah. She does. I was like, well, you can't get grandma. Uh, and then she basically forces Charlie to go to this party with Peter. And Peter is, she's like, you're going to this party with Peter. And she's like, I don't want to go. And she's like, she's like, why do I have to go? And she's like, because there's going to be people there. You're going to like make friends, whatever, like you're going. Mm-hmm. And he, and she's like, God, I don't want to go. Yeah. And Peter just doesn't want to take doesn't her. Doesn't want to take her at It's all. not the actual thing that it's supposed to be. Exactly. Uh, and then you get like that long, quiet drive of both of them, like in the car. Yeah, exactly. But they're driving and you get the utility pole. Yep. where uh, it's like the car, you're then outside and the car zooms by and the camera like follows it and then stops. Mm-hmm. And then you see uh, the, a utility pole and it's got the same symbol that the grandmother had yep. on her necklace when she was in the casket. It's carved into the utility pole. Hmm. Something's gonna happen. <laughs> so uh, it then cuts to them at the party, right? Yep. So it cuts to the party and Peter basically trying to like dump Charlie off is like, hey, go like go over there. Go make friends. Yeah. Go, go sit on the couch so, or something like that. Yeah. So this is like the one issue that I have with this. Where- I didn't like this scene. Yeah, it's like the only scene that's kind of like whatever. I mean, like it, it leads to it, yeah. a fantastic scene, like a, like a literal jaw dropping scene. I I was, I was say, jaw dropped in I, the theaters. Yeah, for me it. too. I was I was literally jaw dropped for about three minutes from the scene <laughs> of what happens after this, and then and then Tony Collette's acting. Mm-hmm. To like her uh, reaction, you know what? Bravo to her is she should have won the Oscar. Even Peter, Peter, like Alex Wolf, yeah, really good. did a fantastic yeah. job in this movie too. Um, so anyway, we'll we'll bounce yeah. back to let's get it. So like they're at the party and you get this annoying shot for me. This mm-hmm. is like the only shot that I'm just like God. Like, oh, just- kind of like old like 2000s like comedy central movie yeah, shot. Exactly. <laughs> like the, the, this scene almost feels like it doesn't fit in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, like the music choice and everything, like it just doesn't seem like you know. But like I understand why it's there because it's young kids and whatnot. But they're it's just... listening to the hip and or hot music, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's a kind of like eh, whatever. Yeah. But uh, you get the shot of this girl just cutting up a shit ton of walnuts, <laughs> and like it's just like <laughs> the so worst way many. too. Like, yeah, <laughs> like not even being p- fucking proficient about it. <laughs> so she's like cutting up like a shit ton of fucking uh, walnuts. And then he he does like that stupid shot to where like Peter kind of like looks down basically like the living room and all the people just move out of the way enough for him to see the girl that kind of like gave him the look. Yeah. And he walks over and is like, hey, do you smoke? Yeah. Because I got some really good fucking weed. Exactly. And then and then they're like, yeah, let's go. And, the, and then he's like, Charlie, go over here. And mm. then he's like, hey, they have cake. So like this, this again, this doesn't make sense to me because yeah. it's like she was just cutting up the walnuts. And, that, and, then, and betre- then they're and already then, and then in the cake. That, they've already baked the cake and everything and frosted <laughs> it. Now they're cutting out That's slices. a very soupy cake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's a little like, okay, whatever. But other than that, this movie's flawless. Yeah. Because then it cuts back to Annie working yeah. on like a diorama exactly. again. But you see this weird one of like 
Annie and Stephen in their bed, and the grandmother is like standing in the doorway. At the doorway, yeah. And she's just kind of like looking in. Well, Annie's looking in straight at it. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, why do I have this one again? <laughs> <laughs> this one freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, then it cuts back to the party and again. Charlie's eating the cake. Yeah. And uh, she's like, you know. She's eating the cake, and then you kind of get these where he's... It's kind of like a back-and-forth shot between like him, like Al, uh, Peter, 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 like smoking pot with the friends and whatever, and he's like... They're like, yo, your sister... I saw your sister drawing me. She made me look stupid, and he was like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, sorry Charlie. About that. that, that's, 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 that's what she does, and you know, just things like that, <laughs> and then Charlie... She made me look stupid. <laughs> well, she says something else. I just don't want to say No, it. she says that, but she was then like... I'm okay with it, though. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Charlie, basically. And Charlie, you can tell, is having difficulty breathing. Yeah, she kind of starts coughing got, she, a little not bit. Not coughing, but she's got, like, these, like, dry heaves, almost mm. like this, like, <gasps> like one of those. And she's, like, you know, getting water, and she's trying to, like, kind of just open. Like, her, her throat is closing is basically what's happening. Yeah. And because she has a peanut out or a nut allergy. Mm. And then she basically goes into the room where Peter is, mm. and she's like, Peter, I'm not feeling good. And he's like, no, you're fine. Or, right, he's like, and then he's like, she's like breathing that, like that wheezing, yeah. And he's like, what's going on? And then she's like wheezing more, and he's like, oh shit, okay, we gotta go. Yeah. So then he like, he basically the just picks her picks up. up. Yeah. He basically picks her up and he throws her into like the back seat of the car, and he's just like, all right, we gotta go to the hospital. You'd think though, like that she would have like an epipen on her, or there would be one in the car. Maybe, yeah. I mean, those things are expensive, but like, are they? I think so, man. I think I think they're like fifty bucks just for one. Yeah. Well. You only got to use it once. Yeah, exactly. Unless, uh, you know, you eat a shit ton of peanuts constantly. <laughs> I'm highly allergic, but I, they're so good. I don't give a fuck. Were you eating shellfish again, Frank? <laughs> if I don't eat them, they win. Uh, <laughs> all right, so... Uh, so oh, my God. Like, how, how horrifying is it to, like... Charlie in the back seat. Yeah. So just like kind of kicking. This is where we're back to like, like, it almost seems like a different director was directing the house scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, like he took a vacation yeah. for a week. Yeah. He was like, I'm not coming in this week. You guys, you, you, you can handle that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just fucking up. He's like, well, uh, we can't go back. So let's keep going yeah, forward. We blew our budget on the music. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Charlie's throat is closing and closing fast. Mm hmm. And he, Peter's like, hey, like, don't worry, like, we're going to, we're going to go to the hospital, like, you know, we're almost there or whatever. And then he, it shows like the, um, how the, fast he's going, and mm -hmm. it, I think he's at like 80, 85, 90. He's like pushing it right, and he's like really trying to go. And Charlie is grasping for air so much that she rolls down the window and sticks her head out the window, and she's just trying to get like oxygen. And there's a deer carcass in the middle of the road, mm -hmm. and. Peter swerves to the right and uh, swerves to the right and then kind of like swerves back. And that same pole that we saw earlier, you just hear like Charlie hit her head straight into it. Yeah. And oh my God. Yeah. I mean, this is this is like. I mean, again, it's insane. This is where I, I I was literally jaw dropped. Yeah, and for the for the next three minutes, I was in the theater. I was jaw dropped. So I was I was jaw dropped for about like thirty seconds at this point. Yeah, because then he swerves and it has like this shot of way out in the distance looking at the car. Yeah, and then it comes in and it literally stays on Peter for about two minutes. Yeah, 
just of like and Peter knows what just happened. Yeah, he he's, doesn't. He's fully aware of what just happened. He can't look back. So yeah, so the, it's the great, great, great fucking scene, and he he's like okay, he's like talking to himself a little bit, and he's like okay, okay, and he and he looks in the rearview mirror just enough mm-hmm. to see like just to just enough to see like her hoodie, mm-hmm. and then he looks away, and he's like, I, and he can't look at it. And then he slowly, he, he, he's just like, all right. And he, like, you can kind of see him like relax a little bit. Like his, his hands are like really, really like stiff. He was like white knuckling the, the, um, the wheel. Mm-hmm. And then he like slowly starts relaxing and he's like, okay. And then he basically just takes his foot off the brake and then just rolls out of scene. Yeah. And then it comes up to where he pulls up like at the front door yeah. at the house. Yeah. And just goes inside. And just slowly walks into the bedroom, passes his parents' room, and just lays in the bed. Lays in the bed, and then it cuts to the next morning, and you have, like, you're stuck on, like, his face. Yeah. Like, he hasn't slept at all. Yeah. Which I can only imagine. Like, you, you would not sleep from that. Yeah. And, and I don't even know what the fuck you would do in this situation. I don't think, like, his decision to just I don't not think say that, anything I, Yeah, I don't think his was decision was right, but, I mean, it's... I don't know what else to do. Exactly. Because he just killed his sister. Yeah. So you hear as the camera's staying on him, Annie like, hey, I'll be back soon. Love you. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm going to go to the grocery stores. I'll be back in like 20 minutes. Hmm. And it's just sitting on his face. Yep. And she, you hear her out and she goes out to the car and she unlocks it. And you just hear screaming. She's horrified. Because she just found Charlie's body in the backseat of the car. And this is where Ari Aster in this film and in Midsommar gave me chills. The The opening scene to Midsommar with, I mean, if you haven't seen Midsommar, I would recommend the, like seeing it. Uh, the first 20 minutes, he like, you know what I'm talking oh, about? yeah. The yeah. parents and all that. Yeah, that was Literally, literally gave me chills. And then Tony Collette's acting in this is so powerful mm-hmm. and so realistic that you almost want to shut the movie off because it, it cuts to like where you're hearing it and still it's on Peter and then it cuts to Annie like just screaming and crying on the floor and she's in saying, the bedroom. I want to die. Yeah. She's just saying like, I just want to die. I don't, I can't do this, you know? And she's like screaming Charlie's name and, and it's, Steve is just like holding her and the whole movie, Steve is just trying to keep this fucking family together mm-hmm. and he's struggling so hard yeah. and it slowly pans over to Peter, like standing and he's right just standing there. in the hallway. And then this is where I was like, holy fucking shit. They did it. And this is where my jaw was dropped for like a good two minutes yeah. because for a good 20 seconds, they show you at this point while Annie's still screaming, Charlie's decapitated head. head in the middle of the road with maggots and everything all over it. And it's not pretty. Oh like, my don't, God. They, they don't like, they don't pull any punches. No, it's just like, this is it. This is, this is it. And, and then it leads right into the funeral. Then where Annie is still just fucking crying, just, just weeping. Oh my god! Yeah, and then it slowly like pans to like underground. Yeah, cool shot. Yeah, it was really cool. That was, that was a shot that was in the trailer. Yeah, almost like he he dug a separate hole. Yeah, and just kind of like sank himself down yeah, into it. It was cool. Shooting it was it. a really really cool shot. Yeah. Afterwards, you get like that kind of weird shot that I didn't remember at first, where everything's all like distorted and yellow, and it's just Peter looking through like a stained glass. Oh right, yeah, type yeah, thing yeah, exactly. because they have like you know the 
like how funerals go about where you have like some of the family members and yep. friends over afterwards yep. and they're just kind of all there. Annie's up in like the she's bedroom. She's just in her bedroom. She's not even like with anybody. She's just so like, you know, over it. Yeah. She doesn't want to be around anybody. Yeah. And then it cuts to like everybody is left and Steve is just kind of like walking through the house a little bit and yeah. Annie's not in the bed anymore. But they they pan on to like a very important thing too where on the wall it now says like Zazus mm-hmm. on the side there. So from there it ends up where Peter's like in his bed again. Yeah. He like kind of crawls over and he's looking out the window and he sees like this red light turn on in the treehouse. Yeah. And I mean it's it's probably Annie like going to sleep it in is. there. Yeah, it's 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 his mom. She's in there. And this is basically like a reoccurring thing that happens in the movie where she kind of just can't sleep in the house. Yeah. So she just goes into the treehouse where Charlie would always go mm-hmm. and she would just sleep there. And then in my notes, I wrote down pigeon God King, which I don't remember what happened next for me to put that in there. <laughs> but apparently there was a picture of a pigeon wearing a crown or something like that. Hold on one second. <laughs> I mean, if not, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm sure I didn't need to put that in there. Yeah. Okay. So then, no. So now we're at uh, uh, one image where Steve. where Stephen is in Charlie's bedroom and he mm. like looks at her like drawing, like her drawing book where she. Oh, maybe that's why. What? Because he was looking at her drawing oh, book. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the, the pigeon god yeah. king. And thank God for the pigeon and then king. He kind of just like takes it, and there's only one scene in which he like has like a breakdown. Yeah. So this scene, he kind of just like accepts that his daughter's dead Mm -hmm. and he kind of just like holds the notebook close to his chest this movie is not for the weak of heart like no this this is this is incredibly powerful and you know what's funny too like because when i originally showed matt this like a couple months after you and i went to go see it Mm -hmm. he because i didn't tell him shit about this movie i wanted him to like go in blind and just experience it yeah and he thought up until like the last like 30 minutes that this was just a movie about a family where their daughter dies and they're trying to cope with it. He had no idea about like the supernatural or paranormal right. shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. And for the most part, this movie basically is about. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot more once you like fully unpack it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, for the majority of this film, you're basically watching uh, a family just deal with the death of their daughter. And that's why you got us to tell you about. All of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so where are we now? So, so basically he's like, Annie's then sleeping in the treehouse, mm-hmm. and it then cuts to Peter and he's like in his class. Yeah. He's at school. And, and there's a just... great, great scene. Yeah. Where the rear view mirror from the, from the car is yeah. in the classroom and he looks up and you then see a more clear image of Charlie's decapitated body. Which is fantastic. Yeah. It's a, it's a crazy shot. Yeah. And then it just cuts to him underneath the bleachers, like smoking with his friends. He's smoking pot with his friends and they're kind of just bullshit, whatever. And then he like takes a hit and then he basically just gets to a point where he's having like a similar reaction to what happened to Charlie where yeah. he's like, yo guys, I can't breathe. Like, and he's like, he's like, what's going on? Like, what, what is this? Is this like, what? and they're like, yo, it's just pot. It's just pot. Yeah. Just relax. And then he tells his friend, like, can you just hold me? Yeah. He's like, hold my hand, hold my hand. Like they hold him. <laughs> and then it kind of just cuts to him then. And he goes to, uh, so then cuts to like him. Like, he, he just like rides his bike home. Yeah. He rides his bike back 
back home. Yeah. And there's this really great shot, too, where, like, it shows Annie, like, in the car. Yeah. She's just watching him. Yeah, she's watching him, and it cuts back to Peter, and he's just standing at the front door, and he just doesn't want to go in right. for, like, a minute. Yeah, he just... Because he just can't face this right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Until he finally goes in, and then Annie finally, like, kind of, like, pulls the Starts car the out. Car and, and leaves. Yeah. yeah. And then, at that point, like, it's back at, like, the, the grief support mm-hmm. type yeah, thing. Yep. But this time, like, she can't go into it. Like, she just yeah. can't bring herself to do it. Mm-hmm. So she starts to, like, almost drive away, and then a woman stops her. Yeah. Joan. Joanne or Joan? Joan. Yeah, Joan. Uh, stops her and is like, oh, my God, like, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear about everything. And she's like, what? It's like, oh, I, I met you, like, a couple of weeks ago when you were here. Like, I was yeah. in the same thing. She was like, You're, you were here for about your mother. And she's like, are you doing better? And she's like, actually, my daughter now just died. Mm -hmm. And Joan's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then she's like, you know, she's like trying to like feel for her. But if it makes you feel any better, my son and grandson just drowned. Also just died. And she's like, yeah, they drowned. So but she, I think she, you know, she's saying it as like, hey, like, you know, it's it's not I'm not just a person who doesn't understand what you're going through. And, you know, like I actually do understand like what you're going through. And she's very genuine, too. Like she gives her a number is like, hey, listen, like if you ever need anything. Thing. I mm-hmm. know we're strangers, but like, yeah, just call me. We we can talk, and you can come over. Exactly. And then at that point, like, it kind of just cuts back to the house where it's they're in bed, Annie and Steve, and she's very kind of like standoffish to her husband, where like he kind of like rolls over to almost like put her hand over her, and she kind of moves out of the way and ends up like getting up out of bed. Yeah. And is like, hey, I'll be right back. And he's like, no, you won't. Yeah, you're bringing the blanket. Yeah. And she's like, well. I can't sleep. Yeah, basically. And I'm, I'm going to go up into the treehouse. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, well, well, if it gets too cold, come back in. Yeah, he's starting to get a little pissy he's about getting, it. Yeah, he's getting, like, annoyed, but it's also, you know, he's trying to be understanding as well because it's, she just, her mother just died, and now also her daughter. They're both, their daughter just died. Yeah. And then... At this point, like, it cuts back to Peter's room. Yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of, like, looking at the light because yeah. I think the little little orb type thing yeah. kind of like shines through in the room for yeah. a second mm-hmm. and then it freaks him out because he hears the clicking he hears charlie and he even says too it's like charlie yeah exactly that's really that's basically it right yeah, yeah. and then it, then it cuts to the next morning and there's like the mail in the door and then oh yeah where nobody's fucking grabbed it in yeah. like a week yeah exactly and then uh you get like this little slip in of uh somebody slides in an open seance thing where it's just like hey you know come mm-hmm. speak to the dead yeah and that's really the most that you get from that that's yeah. basically it because then it's any kind of working on a diorama of where charlie died yeah exactly and then she's working there and then the paint one of the paint little containers that she has just tips over by itself yeah and she but like in her mind she's like oh i just knocked that over by like moving something so then she's like oh crap so then she starts like patting it down but it's it, the number it spills to joan. right next to the number that joan gave her yeah and she kind of thinks for it for a second yeah. and because at the next scene like it cuts to her like walking to joan's like apartment yeah and she goes inside and she knocks on the door and then she notices kind of like this doormat rug underneath like uh where her door is and it's very like embroidered and she almost gives like this look of like i know this from somewhere mm-hmm. but i can't place my finger on well it. no she says it she, she straight up says it like she goes into the house where she goes into jones like little apartment thing mm-hmm. and she's like oh your doormat 
And she's like, oh, yeah, it's cute, right? And she's like, my mother used to make ones just like that. And she's like, oh, interesting. Anyway, yeah. let's have some tea. <laughs> just kind of like, kinda like it braids off. it off like real, real. So that kind of, you know, is an implication that they know each other a little bit. Somewhat thing, right? Yeah. So at that point, like, they're just kind of like talking about death in general. And again, Annie's just kind of like laying on like everything that's she, going on. She and, describes like finding her, like just like yeah. finding Charlie and like seeing the blood and her, and she's like, and, and her hands and the, and like she knew that it was her because it was her clothes, but there was no head for identification. And it was just, it's fucking sad. Yeah. And then Joan asked, how are you and your son? Yeah. And she goes into further detail explaining like, that they have like a really Why? rocky relationship and she used to sleepwalk. Yeah. And one night she slept walk into when Charlie and Peter like both shared a room and all three of them were covered in paint thinner. While she was sleepwalking, she lights the match and she woke up from it. Mm-hmm. And it also woke up Peter and he's just screaming, what are you doing? Yeah. And ever since then, they had like a really rocky relationship where it's like, understandably, yeah, no, your mother absolutely, almost just lit you on fire, <laughs> yeah, like holy shit, yeah. But she says too, it's like, oh god, like I, I was never gonna do it. She like, says it a bunch. Of, she says it like, mo- like more than she needs to. Yeah, where she's like, you know, I put it out. Of course, I put it out. You know, immediately it, I put it out. Immediately I put it out. I was sleepwalking when I was doing it. You know, and so she's like immediately saying all these things. Uh, try to like keep herself, you know, like that she's not Same. a bad person, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that she didn't just try to fucking light her kid on fire. Yeah, because then at that point, like it cuts to the next scene, and it's just the dad Stephen like trying, he's just cooking. He's just trying, yeah, he's, he's trying to do like normal things. He's like trying to bring this all back to mm-hmm. let's make this house normal. Yeah. So at that point, it's at Annie's workshop again, and this is when Stephen like comes in. And sees the diorama of Charlie's death. Like, the the telephone pole and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, Jesus Christ, like, are you kidding me? What would you think if, like, Peter saw this? Yeah, and then she's very, like, not defensive, but she's just like, hey, like, it's, it has nothing to do with Peter. Like, this is just a, well, she says, like, a neutral view of yeah. what happened. She's like, it has nothing to do with him. But it's like, no, if, if your fucking son saw this, like, he would, he's going to be very upset. Yeah. <laughs> No, I know. I would be. I'd yeah. be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then exactly. at this point, like, this is where Steven's really starting to, like, give up. He's, he's getting pissed. Yeah, because uh, she even says, too, is like, hey, did you come here to, like, uh, ask me to start making dinner? And he was like, I already made dinner. Just come or don't come. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. eating. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. You haven't fed me in four days. And then we get the dinner table scene. This is, uh, there's just so many great scenes yeah. in this fucking movie. It's hard. It's it's one of the harder ones to like try and pick apart because every scene like has such meaning to it. Yeah, you can't, we can't not talk about every scene. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? What one was it before that we had to do this problem where it was like, fuck, we can't like pick apart like every single thing. Um, I feel like, so much. I feel like it was mostly like the Deadpool one because it was just yeah. like there's so many one-liners. So it's like at that point we just have to read the whole script. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically the same thing where we would have to go scene by scene by yeah. scene by scene yeah. and every second in but between. But this one is worth it for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Because as they're kind of like sitting down, they end up like obviously like they're all in a really rocky relationship at this point mm-hmm. and they're all just super quiet. Until Peter asks, hey, mom, are you okay? Well, so, yeah, so he basically, Peter basically says, he's like, dad, this is like really good food. Yeah. And she's, and then he's like, thanks. Thanks, kiddo. And then 
Annie chuckles. She does like this like little like laugh. And but she's not making eye contact with anybody. She's looking at her food. She's not eating either though. She's just kind of yeah, like pushing the food around with her fork. Mm-hmm. And Peter like is looking at Annie and he's just like staring at her and he's just kind of like in his head like, you know, why did she laugh? So he goes, "Mom, is everything all right?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, why?" And he was like, um, he basically says just like, you know, you you seem you seem like you want to you seem like oh, you yeah, want to say like something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's just and then like they're kind of going back and forth where she's like, no, I, I have nothing to say. You know, I'm perfectly fine. I'm whatever. And it basically just turns into an explosion. Yeah, because then she starts getting like really pissed off. Yeah. Where, where she's basically just like you. She's like, why would I want to have well, she, I have it written down. She goes, why would I want to like say anything to you? Because you're just going to sneer at me. And then he's like, sneer at you. He's like, yeah. when do I do that? She's like, every time that I ever say anything to you, you always you know, have like an attitude. Yeah, because she even gets up and says like, you with that fucking face on your yeah, face. Like, what, what, that, I, say that, I say that line all the time to my girlfriend. I'm like, you with that fucking face on your face. It's, it's, almost, as, it's almost as dumb of a line as like in Avengers, where it's like, I'd use the stones to destroy the stones. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she basically is like, she's like, you're going to like sneer at me or whatever. And then... And then it basically just gets into this thing where she's just like, listen, we can't avoid this conversation anymore. Your sister is dead and you killed her. And I'm sorry that this happened. And I'm sorry that I can't take this pain away from you. And I wish that I could. Mm-hmm. But and she and she also brings up this is this is great, great writing from Ari Aster yeah. where she says to him that this could have been a chance for us to come together yeah, finally. You just said sorry. But you you didn't even say sorry. She's yeah. like, you didn't say sorry. You didn't even own up to it. You didn't even come in and like tell us that you did it. It's just you you basically just killed your sister by accident. And I understand that it was an accident, mm. but you didn't say anything about it. And instead of us, instead of this becoming a moment where we're coming together as a family, as like a grieving process, we're even more divided. Yeah, and then she even says, too, is, like, nobody admits anything in this house. Like, nobody takes proper responsibility for anything. Exactly, and then Peter replies. He kind of, like, sits there for a moment, and he, Mm -hmm. like, thinks, and he goes, Mom. She didn't want to go. She didn't even want to go to the party. Why was she even there in the first place? Because you made her go. So then Peter's basically saying the only reason why she's dead and the only reason why this accident (laughs) even happened is because you wanted her to go to this party. And then the father's like, all right, listen, this needs to fucking stop. Yeah. And then... The way that she says fine, too. Yeah. Like, it's a a throwaway line, but I don't know. For me, like, that always kind of stuck with me. Like, the way that she points and the way that, like, her facial expression of, like, pointing the fork at Steven is like, fine. Yeah. Like, we're done with the conversation. Yeah. And then then she gets up and walks away. And then she turns around to say something again. And then she just goes, fine. Yeah. And then she leaves. And then again, the camera just stays on. You just kind of deal with it. Like yeah. You're just, you're just kind of like in the room of the like of now this conversation that just occurred. And then the father, he's like trying to eat. And he just can't even eat anymore because he's just everyone's just so upset. Yeah, he just gives up on yeah, it. He's just like, God, man, that's a fucking good scene. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then for like a second, it shows like Annie working on like some of the dioramas again. Yeah. And then um, she, oh, she she's like she, fixing up one that's almost like a preschool. Yeah. Like little area yeah uh and then then it shows her at uh like an art supply store like 
Oh yeah, because she got like a Michael's or whatever. I think she got like an email of like, "Hey, like, how far along are you?" Because like we kind of kind of push up the date a little bit. Yeah. So they're basically she basically goes to like this art supply store, and then she's walking, and uh, she's walking to the car, and she like she notices that Joan is in the parking lot, Mm -hmm. and Joan is just putting shit into her car. She just you know. Yeah. How how convenient. How convenient. Where the fuck do they live? Because it seems like there's nothing for miles. (laughs) So she goes over to she goes over to Joan and Joan is very giddy. Yeah. And she's like, Annie, Annie, how are you? And and Annie's like, uh, good. How are you? And she's like, oh, I'm great. And she's like, well, you seem very happy. And she's yeah, like, you'll listen. never guess what I've she's done. Like, like, she's like, she's like, you're never going to guess what just happened. She was like, and listen, I know that like this is going to sound weird and and you're probably not going to believe me. But she was like, I'm telling you, I was also like how how you're reacting. And, and I, I believe it 100%. She's like, I went to this seance where this person said that they could talk to the dead and there was a whole bunch skeptics and scientists in there and mm-hmm. and they all just you know whatever like they basically like showed um he basically showed us that he could talk to the dead and everybody there was changed at at mm-hmm. there and and then she was like he gave me this like piece of paper and he told me to like repeat this and then i also i so i went home and then i did the seance for myself and i was able to talk to my dead grandchild yeah. and and then char- and then tony collette is just like like smiling and laughing but like kind of like in like this weird kind of like one of those things where it's like okay you're crazy now i don't want to talk to you exactly and she's like no i'm telling you it's real and i know but she's like why don't you just come over and i can show you and and he's like no like it's weird and she's like i promise you if you just do if you if i just show you this one time you'll be a believer and she ends up yeah she ends up convincing her to go and then this is a really cool shot too where it's like the next scene is just like pitch black and then a match gets lit and you see then it's very dark, but you see Annie and Joan like just sitting by the table and the candle is lit. Yeah. And basically they're just about to do like a seance. Now. Exactly. They're just kind of like calling for the spirits. They're they're holding hands. She tells her like, okay, like you got to have like one item just to like connect them. And, and this is what we're going to do. Like don't break hands. We're just going to like listen. And you kind of get like this breeze first that mm-hmm. like scares Annie. Because like she, so yeah, they're, they're like basically like calling like you know uh, her kid. Yeah. And she have like, did you say that she had like their hand on the glass and all that? Yeah, they had their hand on the glass, and then it just fucking shoots yeah, a little forward. Exactly. And she's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And why? she's like, and she's she's almost she's like laughing because it's she's like scared but laughing at the same time because it's yeah. like, oh my god, I can't believe this is real. But then also she's like terrified at the same time. And then the gust of wind happens and then she's like laughing again and she's just like, oh my god, like yeah. what is going on here? This and then she crazy. looks under the table. She looks under the table to see if there's any bullshit there and there's nothing yeah. there. And Ooh, um, bullshit. Ooh, voodoo bullshit. <laughs> uh, and basically like the glass slides and then um, she, the what's her name? The Joan. Joan. Joan then like is like, okay, uh, hey, I'm going to like you know break out the chalkboard and I want you to just like if you can communicate with me communicate with me and then the chalk like lifts up and it Mm. basically says like I love you grandma yeah but the kid's illiterate because it was like L-U-V it's it's L-U-V and he he spelled and he he said you and then (laughs) G-ma yeah was it that or was it Grammy I don't know what it was. I thought I said G-ma maybe maybe it might have been well the kid's illiterate so you know yeah he's only 12 
Uh, <laughs> and he's also dead, Zach. So stop being a oh, jerk. Oh, so I'm the bad You're guy. You're gonna make fun again. of a 12-year-old dead kid. <laughs> you have no, you have I no class. I'm a 40-year-old dead kid, apparently. So, like, you know, yeah, not cool. What's my limit? Not cool. <laughs> no. um, oh, I'm a bad guy. So then Annie basically is just like, listen, like, we need to stop. Like, I'm too yeah. freaked out. And, and she's like, okay, that's fine. And she's about to like leave, and she's like, wait, just just take this piece of paper. The seance lady gave me it. I don't know what language it is, but she told me to like say it right beforehand. Here's the candle. If you want to do it at your house, be, by all means, like do it. It'll make you feel a lot better. Yeah, and but you then, have to make sure that everybody that like lives yes. in your house is in the house. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then a really cool shot of as she's walking away, yeah, it's like her looking back at Joan. But you're seeing Joan's face through the mirror. Yeah. And Joan says, you didn't kill her, Annie. And she, like, stops and, like, looks back. And she's like, she isn't gone. Mm -hmm. And then she just walks away. And then, even better, as she's driving home, she hears the click from Charlie. And, like, it just scares the shit out of her. And she looks back behind her. Yeah. And nothing's there. Nope. And then it's the diorama of the house at night. Mm-hmm. Because that's a fucking cool shot again. <laughs> it's, it's just really cool. <laughs> and I forgot who. Oh, it's uh, Annie. Like she can't sleep again. Yeah, yeah. And she's just kind of like looking around, and she notices a couple of ants. Yeah, dude. How fucking. Oh great. man. Yo, oh, Ari Aster, please just let me. I just, I just want you to sit here with me and <laughs> I tell you how great you are. Please come by. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So there's, there's a few ants on the pillow. And she kind of like gets up and she's like looking at him and then there's more like on the, on the, uh, windowsill on, well, on the mattress first and then she like follows it and then she sees that there's like a cluster of them at the windowsill. So she gets up and then she sees like the line of them out. It's almost like leading her. Yeah. So she follows it and it goes down the hallway and it goes into Peter's bedroom Mm -hmm. and she walks into Peter's bedroom and Peter is just covered. Peter is laying, lying on his back. And the ants are just like just pouring out of his mouth and out of his eyes and his ears. And she looks horrified. The face that she makes yeah. is absolutely priceless. It's, and it's horrified. She's horrified. And then the spectacular editing. Mm-hmm. And then she's like got like this like horrified face. And then all you hear is mom. Yeah. And he's just not covered in this. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's still got that horrified face. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, is Charlie here? And he's like, what? Yeah. And she's like, she's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, why? He says something like, yeah, well, he was like, you must've been sleepwalking again. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he says something like, why do, why do why you, are you afraid of me? Yeah. Why are you afraid of me? And she's like, uh, I never wanted you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. So she's like, she's like, I never wanted, I never wanted you. And then she immediately grabs her mouth. Yeah. Like she can't believe she just said that. Yeah. And then he's just like, why? And then she basically just goes on this rant about saying how how her she was pressured how she, her how yeah how she wasn't ready but she got pressured to having you and then she tried to have a purposeful miscarriage and she mm. tried all these different things and she says that she's happy that it didn't work she's like I'm so happy you. that it didn't work you know I love you blah 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 and then he's like crying and then and then it gets oh. where they're drenched in the paint thinner and he's like crying and saying like but i love you yeah. and, and she's saying i love you yeah yeah and then and, the, oh my god it's such a cool scene and then yeah. you hear the match light yeah and then everything kind of like goes up in flames real quick and then she wakes up yes Oh. And, I, and I don't, and I'm, and I'm not a huge fan of dream sequences in movies, but I mean, that one was just done so oh, well. It was, so, it's probably, it's 
it's up there like in top three favorite scenes of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely really, really cool. Mm -hmm. But as she like wakes up, it kind of pans over and you see the light on in the bathroom almost like in their room, but the door's closed. And then it's the next morning. Well, it's still like middle of the night, kind of. Is it? Well, I I mean, if anything, it's like 6 a.m. All right, whatever. We're not going to argue about the time. I'm going to argue about the time. I'm tired of this. (laughs) (laughs) It happened in The Strangers. Let me argue about the time. (laughs) So uh, they basically, uh, Andy basically starts waking everybody up. And she's like, Peter, like, you need to come downstairs. Steve, you need to come downstairs. We need to all like do this together. And they're like, what are you talking about? And 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 she's like, I need you to come downstairs. Meet me in the living room right now. It's very, very important. So they all go downstairs, and, and Steve my, is just fucking over this shit. Well, man. wait, can we can we talk about too? Like as they're all going down the stairs, like that thing, that big statue that's like right there by the stairs. Oh, of like the houses, the stacked house on, on top house of on each house other. on house on yeah. house, and then, and then there's just like a little tiny house above. It's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. It it's is a really cool good. miniature, I, man. I, it's one of those things that I'm like, I wish like that was a real thing that I could buy. <laughs> that'd be, be really cool. Maybe we should look for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so basically she brings him downstairs and Steve is just kind of like over this bullshit because she just woke him up in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. or early morning. And um, she's like, yeah, we need to like do this. So basically she's trying to like get this prepared where she's like, hey, guys, um, I already did it. I already did this once. Uh, She says that she did it 20 minutes ago and it worked and it worked. And she and they're like, what are you talking about? She's like, I spoke to Charlie. She's like, I know that it sounds crazy, but this woman, Joan, that I told you about, she she gave me this paper and she told me to do this. And um, I've been able to like talk, communicate with Charlie. She's like here right now with us. And the father is like, we're not doing this fucking bullshit. Yeah. And he's she, like, I'm tired of, I'm tired of this bullshit. Like we're not doing it. He goes like, close the window. And she's like, don't close the window. Yeah. If, you, if you change anything, it might not work. And then she's like, he's like, Peter, go upstairs. And he, and she's like, no, 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 Peter. And Peter's like, Peter's like, all right, I'll stay. Like, I'm down for this. I'll give yeah. it a shot. And then she's but like, it becomes a wuss like right yeah, afterwards. He does, he does. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she's like trying to basically like do this. And then Steve eventually is like, fine, I'll do it. So he like, they're all holding hands. And she's like, Charlie, like, can you, can you basically like do what you did again? Like, yeah, they they all all, hold their hands on the glass. Yeah. They all put their hand on the glass and she's like, don't put any pressure on it, whatever. And then they're like all like, she's doing, going around like saying like what she's like, just trying to like get Charlie to communicate with Mm -hmm. her. And Peter says too, he's like, did you feel that? Yeah, he's like, he's like, cause like he's, he has like a reaction. Yeah. And Steve, like Steve's like, what's wrong? And he's like, he's like, you don't feel that? Like the air just pulsated. He, yeah. That's, it was a cool, like a, a example here where he says like the air is flexing. Yes. That's a cool, like a little line. I don't know. I thought that was like a the good air way, getting like, them gains. <laughs> <laughs> that air is swole as shit. <laughs> so she's like, and then basically the, the, the glass like, like shoots like across yeah. the table. And they're like, oh my God, what just happened? And then... And then Steve looks under the table too to see if this is bullshit. And there's nothing there, of course. And then Annie is like, if you're here, like, I want you to draw something. Like, just draw anything. Oh, right, right, yeah. And... I don't think anything gets drawn, right? Like nothing. No, 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 no. Nothing gets drawn because fucking Steve just like he's like this is bullshit, and he like he like t- he like closes the paper, yeah. and she's like, "No, what are you doing?" And then she almost like just kind of like looks down and then looks up, and basically she's possessed. She becomes point. possessed. And but, it's just but, like, but like before that all okay. happens though, because like it, it, there's like a little, there's a couple things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter's like freaking out. Peter's yeah. like having like, you know, like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then they hear like a, like a glass break behind mm-hmm. them. They all turn around and then the fucking candle 
like the flame explodes oh, yeah, right. and like shoots up into the air and then it stops. And, and then that's when she and gets then possessed. And that's when she gets possessed. And then that's also when Steve looks under the table because he's like, I don't believe all this yeah, bullshit. Yeah. So then at that point, Annie's possessed by like what seems like a little girl. It's Charlie. Is it Charlie? Well, I, it, I didn't. It, well, it's again, it's implied that it's supposed to be Charlie because right. it, because she says like mom, like she's like Peter, like what, where, like why is everybody staring at me? Why like, is everybody what's going freaking on? out? I'm scared, like yeah. whatever. And she's like freaking out. And uh, Peter's just like going on. I was like, I don't like this. Make it stop. Make yeah, it stop. Peter's make like it freaking stop. Out. And then Steve basically just runs, gets a glass of water, <laughs> and like fucking throws it on her. And then Annie like comes back to him. She's like, what do you, what the fuck did you do that for? Yeah. Cause she doesn't even like realize what just happened. And he's, he doesn't even say anything. And then she's just like, Oh my God. She's like, Charlie was like, like she was communicating with us or whatever. And then it was basically, it was like this whole thing of like just insaneness that just happened. Ooh. And then it cuts <laughs> to another one of the dioramas this time though. It's like diorama of the house to the car. Almost. Why do you question? I don't understand my notes sometimes. <laughs> Diorama of house to car to more writing on walls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense now. So like <laughs> <laughs> to nobody else except <laughs> except as that to Peter then in class. Yeah, this all makes sense. Yeah. So it, it basically just was like. It's showing another diorama, but it's showing again to like more writings on the wall of like satanic ritual stuff. Yeah. I didn't get the chance to like write down. Exactly yeah, I what have this it written down, was. but I don't want to even try to say because it. it's going to butcher it. So yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it's basically Peter in class. And then there's like a, the light orb thing yes. happens again. And then he looks at his reflection in like this little like cabinet next to him. Oh, it's such a cool shot. And in the the refl- he, he's looking at his reflection and the reflection is smiling and it's mm-hmm. not like a corny smile it's not like where it looks like stupid it's a very like sinister smile yeah and um, like we have plans for you we have plans you're going to a Jimmy Buffett concert <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, like, oh god no <laughs> uh, but you can hear that like you could tell that that's like not what he's doing because it then like shows Peter actual Peter and then he's just like what the fuck and mm-hmm. then you hear the click yes like. And uh, it startles him, right? Mm-hmm. And then he basically just like freaks out, and he like stands up, and the teacher's like, "Yeah," and he's like, uh, "I gotta go to the bathroom," mm-hmm. and he like leaves. He's like, "All right, here's the pass." Yeah. And then he calls his dad, and he's like, "Yeah." Well, he him. calls his mom. F- he calls the house first with Annie. And she doesn't answer. She doesn't answer because then she she's kind of like going through some stuff, mm-hmm. and I forgot what it was. She ends up like finding something. And, and kind of, like, goes outside to, like, the treehouse again. Okay, yeah. So then, yeah, that's when Steve, like, picks up the phone yeah. and is like, well, what, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And then he basically, he then ends up, like, calling her. And he, like, Steve calls uh, Annie. And he's just like, hey, uh, your, your our, child our, is... Our son is, like, having, like, a mental breakdown. And he's talking about all this, what? Well, no, like, act- sorry, uh... He says, like, hey, your child is, like, having a mental breakdown. And she says, who, Charlie? Oh, right, 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 right. And, and he's like, what? Like, no. What? No. And then, or a live one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's basically saying, like, you you know, you basically freaked him out with all that crap that you did the other night. Um, he thinks that spirits are trying to possess him at yeah, this point. And, now she, and he basically says, like, listen, at the end of the day, I'm going to protect my son. Yeah. And it basically implies that, like, I might fucking take him out the house and, like, we both might leave because you are insane. Yeah. And then hangs up on her and then she calls him back just to, like, don't you ever hang hang up on me. Don't hang up on me and then hangs up on him. (laughs) (laughs) And then the phone rings again, but she doesn't answer it. Right. And it's the people again trying to get information about, like, hey, you know, when's the dioramas ready? Because, like, we want to try and push the, the shoot. 
for a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Can you send over like some stuff of it? Yeah. And she like gets very frustrated and snaps like one of the little chairs. And that's then she in just it. fucking smashes the whole thing. Ooh, yeah. she broke the whole damn thing. Yeah, exactly. And she ends up like breaking all of them. But you find that out in the next scene when Peter and Steve are like coming back home. Yeah. Together, because Steve went and picked him up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, what's that smell as soon as they walk in the house? Yeah, which is important. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that leads to something else that later on. That leads to something else. But, yeah, they they, they kind of just glide over it real quick where he's just like, God, it stinks in here. And then they just kind of like, he just goes into uh, her work uh, her work office yeah. thing. And everything is just fucking smashed. Yeah, exactly. And she says, too, because Steve is like, why did you do all of this? Like, what's going on? And she was just like, I didn't feel like looking at it anymore. She was like, I was bored. <laughs> I will give me something to break. <laughs> that's a that's a limp biscuit too. I is think. it? Oh yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> this point, it's Steve like is downstairs and he's just kind of like taking a pill because mm-hmm. he just he he's like I'm done with this. Like I'm gonna sleep on the couch tonight. Oh, and I'm not right. gonna be yeah, anywhere yeah, near yeah, you. Yeah. And it's Annie upstairs at this point and she hears like a scribbling sound. Uh huh. And she locates it to Charlie's room and goes into there and sees like these pictures being drawn very, very quickly and the pages flipping. Mm -hmm. And it cuts to the attic for a second as Peter's kind of hearing more of like the clicking sound. And then you get the fucking cool shot in his room where it's Peter like sitting there and you see like Charlie in the corner. Yeah. As her head just yeah. drops and it becomes a ball instead. Yeah. Yep. It's really cool, right? And then the dog is like freaking out. The dog yeah, the is dog's like, like growling at him. Because it clearly sees some type of like entity or whatever. Yeah, but I think the door like slams shut. Yeah, and then these hands like come up from behind the mm. bed, which the bed is on a wall. Yeah. So like, you know, like where are these hands coming from? And they come up and they start like grabbing him and like yanking at him. And he's like screaming and screaming and screaming, and then it's fucking Annie. Yeah, well, it's it's Annie like in the corner of the room now, and she's like, yeah. "What's wrong? Like, what's going on?" Yeah, and he's like, "You try to rip my head off." Yeah, and she's like, "What are you talking about? Like, you were freaking out, and like, then I came in here, and and then you know, and now that's what happened." And he's like, "No, no, 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 no! You were trying to rip my head off." <laughs> <laughs> so like, you don't really know like what happened there because you don't know if that really was her. I mean, I guess the implication is that it really was, but at the same time, it's like, how did she get away? Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, who, you don't really know who or what grabbed. And then I think it pans to like Charlie's room, and you see inside like the book where it's it looks like pictures of Peter, but all of his eyes are like crossed out with yeah. X's. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, and then basically... Oh, and then Annie takes it. Sorry. Like Annie... Takes the notebook. Yeah. yeah. And then she basically... She's getting to a point now in the film where she is understanding that whatever she did with this seance is not good. No. And she wants to stop it. So she takes the notebook and she throws it into the fireplace mm-hmm. in the living room. And as the flames start to overtake the notebook, her sleeve lights on fire. Yeah. And then she doesn't notice it right away because, you know, you're not paying attention like that. You're not thinking that you're going to light on fire. And then mm, it's like... Warmer in here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, it's like, the, the the book, like, really, really starts to, like, you know, start burning up. And then her arm, like, kind of, like, like, not fully engulfs, but it starts, like, getting a lot more significant. Mm-hmm. So then she realizes what's happening. She pulls the book out, stomps on it. The flames go out, and then her sleeve goes out. Yeah, because she's almost, so, like, tethered to it at linked. this point. No, Jordan we're not doing us. the fucking... <laughs> 
Oh, we're not doing <laughs> Anytime that Anytime you say tethered. I know, but oh, I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> so <laughs> at that point, like she realizes and she's like, oh, fuck, like I can't burn this thing. Yeah. And then you get another beautiful shot of the house. Yeah. Like, and it's early morning at this point. Mm-hmm. And... Annie's just kind of like watching Peter leave through like a crack in the door, which it looks like very weird. Like he kind of like walks to go to school and it's just enough where she looks kind of like sinister with it. Yeah. And at that point, like she goes to see Joanne again. Joan. Joan, whatever. And there's a really cool shot of like upside down. Yeah. So, yeah. So she like walks into the apartment building and then the camera's upside down. Mm-hmm. And then she walks, she walks down the hallway and then past the camera. Mm-hmm. And then as she's walking towards the camera, it like follows her, but it's upside down. And then by the time she gets to Joan's door, it's like fully right side up again. And it's yeah. just like, it's a cool shot. It's, yeah, it's really cool. And then she starts knocking on Joan's door yeah. and she's not there. Like she's not answering. But, but it's slowly panning into her apartment. Yeah. And you see like on the left side, there's like a giant thing of that weird. That symbol. Yeah, from the necklace and from the uh, utility pole. Yeah. And then you see. A big triangle carved out on the table. Which and was you, the same like triangle that was in her mother's room. Yeah. And then you see a picture of Peter with his eyes crossed out. Yeah. And then you see all the toys that Charlie, Charlie had, had made. Yeah. And then at that point, it cuts back to Annie. And she looks down at the doormat again. And it really starts to click. Yeah. She's like, no, fuck that. Like, let me let me go check something. Yeah, exactly. So then she goes back to the uh, her house and she, she goes through her mom's stuff again. Mm-hmm. And she notices the the mats and it's well, got like a few names on it. Not just yet, because oh. at that point, then it's at school where Peter's outside, like eating oh lunch. yeah 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 yeah. So he starts hearing his name called, and he's kind of like yeah. He's looking around, and he's like, "Where the fuck is that coming from?" Yeah, and it's from across the street, and the, I guess their school is like gated. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's like she's like in a different yard. She's seems, like, I want to. I want to think that this is a bad neighborhood school. Yeah, everything's <laughs> everything's gated off. So only he is hearing this. Like he's looking around, and nobody else is like looking to this. Yeah. And they're saying, Peter, I expel you. Yeah, exactly. And he, she's just saying, and it's and Joan. Then she, and then she, yeah, and then she screams like, "Get out!" Like yeah. Peter, get out. Yeah. And, and at that point, like the the music starts going crazy. Yeah. And, and he's looking around, and he's like, oh, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So then, then it's because the Annie searching yeah. through her mother's things, and she's going through, and she notices like the mats again, and then she's like, "Okay, yeah, that's my definitely my mom's mat." Like, yeah, she found they know like, each other one for that sure. was made exactly. And then uh, she's going through her stuff, and then she notices like a notebook with the symbol on it. Yeah. Um, and then she like opens up that book, and then it's basically revealed that there's like a highlighted section. Yeah, for King Payment. For King Payment, and basically, uh, he is a. It says the he's god the of king, mischief. Yeah, he's one of the eight, eight kings, kings of, hell. of hell. And basically, it basically says that he he will possess a he, man. It, so it it says that like it. I was reading like I actually paused it and I was like really looking at like the page and what it said and it basically got into like the details of that like um it's not really sure if he is male or female mm-hmm. but. He, he prefers has, he uh, that like his face 
has always been like fairly masculine, but there's been like some rare occasions where he has been like more feminine. Okay. And then it, but he, oh, he definitely like prefers a male host mm-hmm. and that he will take the most like vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once he's locked into you and once, and once you are him, the only way that like the only way that he can get out of you is through a ritual. So you need to do a ritual to get him inside of somebody. And then mm-hmm. you need to do a ritual to get him outside of somebody. Yeah. And then I think it, Explain too is like if you do so, like you'll be rewarded with riches beyond your wildest belief. Yeah, exactly. And then she then like goes, she's going through more of like the stuff. Then she finds like more photos of these like gatherings that they would do, these like little cult that they that they had with yeah. her mother and like Joan was there. There's pictures of Joan in there. Yeah. And um, Annie sees a photo of her mom in like this white dress, and they're like showering her in gold. Yeah. And which I guess is implying that she that payment took over her body at some point. Yeah. And then at the same time, too, then she turns over and finds like this picture of like the family and then turns the page to a blurry picture that somebody took inside the house of that picture. Yeah. 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 But, you know, like this is stuff where it's like you you probably should have noticed this (laughs) earlier than this. (laughs) Like, this uh, is something where you're kind of, like, reminiscing yeah. after your mother died and you're going through the album. Yeah, yeah. This is something that you would probably be like, oh, yeah, yeah, let me let me look through all of this bullshit. Uh, and then, the, but the one thing that we kind of, like, missed just about Payman himself mm. is that he uh, he collects the heads mm. of his hosts. Mm. Yeah. So, that's so let's like, continue because so there's, there's more head stuff. Yeah, there is. So... At that point, like, it's Peter in the hallway now, and he's, like, very discouraged. Mm-hmm. And he ends up seeing, like, that, that orb light, light yep. thing again kind of, like, come through and around him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, too, Steve's getting an email about, like, the grave situation. Yeah, so they, like, he, like, sees, like, the picture of the grave, and it's then now it's revealed that the body has been, ta- the, gra- the Annie's mother's body has been taken yeah. out from the grave. So then, then it, it cuts to, like, Annie, and I forget why, but she decides to, like, go in the attic. So, yeah, well, because, like, there's, like, this smell that, like, they, oh, yeah, around yeah. this house, and they're just, like, what, like, you know, she's, like, I think it's coming from up there. Mm. So she goes into the attic, and then immediately when she drops the door down, just flies. Yeah, just everywhere. So many flies. And she then goes up there, and then she turns around, and she basically sees... Uh, her mother's body, mm. her mother's decapitated body, and decayed, decaying, uh, and then uh, the symbol that that has been that was around her necklace and on the utility pole and all that in blood written on the walls. Yeah. So it's like, oh shit, you know, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, you you would think like they would get out of the house, but yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So and then Peter's it co- Peter's back in his class. Yeah. So Peter's back in his class. Yeah. You hear like the clicking again. And he, like, raises his arm. And you see, like, from the shot of, like, just the arm. Yeah. And the teacher comes into frame and he's like, Peter, do you have a question? Yeah, he's like, yes, Peter, you? And then Peter's, like, all fucked up. (laughs) Oh, man. That's why I said, like, Peter did a... Or Alex Wolf did a great job in this movie just because of, like, how he he, interpreted all of this. Yeah, like, the way that he, like, seizes up his face. Yeah. And, like, his eyelid is, like... It's fucking insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And he's, like, all just, like, stiff. He's, like, super, super stiff. And everybody's looking at Peter, and everyone like is immediately like, okay, something's like wrong here. Like this yeah. is not normal. And then he 
bangs his head onto the table. Yeah, he gets he gets like one hit and then he lifts himself up and then really fucking like throws his head back and then yeah. smashes the front of his face into the desk. Yeah. And then breaks his nose and then he's screaming and he's like cause like now he's like, you know, back yeah, he out, woke of up out of it. And he and he's like freaking out and he's screaming and he's on the floor and his face is all bloody and it was it's insane. That's why like I even wrote in my notes bravo because you feel like the terror in yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cuts to Annie outside again, like over by the treehouse, I think. Yeah, so Annie, she, she's like standing in the rain, basically, yeah. and she like goes over to the treehouse. And then it cuts to Steve, who picks up the phone. Oh, yeah, because Annie was supposed to get the phone, but she's outside mm-hmm. doing whatever she is. Mm-hmm. And Steve picks up the phone and is like, oh, shit, really? Like, I'll be right there. Yeah, and yeah. drives to go get Peter. Yep. And, and Steve's over Annie. He's oh, just yeah. so he's over. Because so he's like driving him back up the driveway. And she's like, oh well, my God. Well, before that, too, like this is where Steve has like the other breakdown. Oh, right. Where, where he's, he's like driving. Yeah. He's driving Peter home and he looks in the rearview mirror and sees that like he's just passed out. And then it cuts back and he almost like gets Runs hit a by red a car. Light. Yeah. Yeah. And he just stops and he starts like breaking down, crying yeah, a little bit. It's the first time that yeah. you really see him cry. And then yeah, go go on. Yeah, so with then he Annie. like pull, he like pulls up into the driveway, and Annie's like, "Oh my God, is he okay?" <laughs> and Steve is just like, "Get the fuck away from yeah. me!" Basically, like he's not really like he doesn't even like want to talk to her. Yeah, and, and then he but he like pulls up into the driveway, and she's like saying like whatever she's saying, and he's just like grab her, like, grab his legs, like just get him in the house, like mm-hmm. I'm done with you. <laughs> and then uh, he because he blames her for this. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then. She tries to tell him, like, hey, listen, like, I figured it out. Like, you got to go in the attic. Yeah. Like, I know this sounds crazy, but, yeah. like, my dead mother is up there. Yeah. And I forget what he says, too. Is like, oh, I'm sure, like, with everything else that's going on, right? Yeah, of course. exactly. She's like, well, you don't believe me? And he's like, no, 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 I absolutely believe you that, you're, that you're, uh, your dead mother's body is up there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Of course she would be. Yeah. And then he, like, lowers the attic, and then all the flies come out. And then he's like, he looks at her with, like, this... What? Kind of like, I'm curious. Yeah. I don't believe you, but exactly. I'm curious. So then he goes upstairs, but they don't show it. But he, he goes up there, and then while she while he's up there, she's, like, running, and she's, like, going to build a fire in the fireplace. Yeah. And... You just hear his scream, too, yeah, so from, then like, he's, like, freaking out. And then he basically comes out, and he, has, and he has a very, very good point, where he's like, why didn't you call the police? Yeah. <laughs> And basically, he ends up saying, like, oh, my God, like, it was you. Yeah, you did this. He's like, all those late nights that you were saying you were going to the movies, you were fucking digging up a grave. Yeah, and then goes on to, like, explain that, like, oh, like, this was you. Like, you did all this, and, like, you're corrupting our son and, like, doing... So then Annie's like, no, 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 no. Listen, Mm. I know this is going to all sound crazy, but I need you to, like, understand what's going on here. And then she's... And then she basically just kind of, like, is starting to fill him in on everything. She gives him, like, a really quick synopsis of basically Mm. the entire film, Mm. where she's like, my mother is... into like some weird culty shit. We we did some weird. We did we unlocked something when we did that like thing. Now uh, you know like it wants and like I'm now linked to this book. Yeah. And the only way that like I, that we can get rid of it is if we burn this book and get in the, and destroy it. But if we destroy it, then it's gonna kill me because I'm linked to it. But I'm all understanding this and I'm willing to sacrifice myself because I want to save the family. Yeah. And she like kisses him and is like, I love you so much. You're the love of my life. Yeah. Like just know that. Yeah. So then she hands him the book and she's like, you know, toss it in. And I'm ready and she's like literally like standing there with her arms out just <laughs> ready to just engulf in flames and then he Steve like grabs it and then he like oh he's like walks he takes like one step and he's just like 
I'm not doing this. Andy. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going like, to enable this anymore. this anymore. I'm done with this. And then she's like, no, 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 you have to. And he's like, I'm done. He's like, and he gives it to her. And then she's like, fine, then I'll do it. And yeah. then she throws it into the thing because it's doused in lighter fluid. And he so immediately she, goes up. Yeah, he just goes up. Not her, but Steve goes yeah. up. Yeah. And he basically just in the living room, just in flames. And and, and, and her face again, like yeah. how terrified. Yeah. But then that light kind of comes over her and it's it's like she's just possessed again. Yeah. And she walks away for a second. And now we're in the meat and potatoes. Oh. I mean, I mean, we've been in the meat and potatoes, but now we're on seconds. Oh my God. <laughs> this, the rest of this the, fucking movie. The rest of this movie is, oh. is absolutely amazing. Because at this point... It shows, like, morning for a second, and then it's night again. Yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah, and Peter, like, gets up out of bed, so and yeah, it's, so like, Peter a full finally, frame shot. Yeah, so Peter finally, like, wakes up, and he's all, like, fucked up because he's probably on what? No, <laughs> just uh, like the movie. Uh, like this okay, part. I was like, what are you looking at? Oh, my God, this part. Yeah, so Peter wakes up, and he's, like, kind of groggy and disoriented. He's probably got, like, some type of painkillers on him because, mm-hmm. you know, he broke his nose. And uh, he wakes up and he he looks outside and is the light on in the thing? So the light comes on. Yeah, so the light turns on and he's staring at it. They keep the shot on for like yeah. a good minute. Yeah. And Annie's just in the fucking corner. But like in the ceiling. Yeah. Like in like so she so he's got his back towards his mother mm-hmm. and he's looking out his window and then she's on the wall behind him in the ceiling corner, just like floating up there, just kinda like like Spider Man, you know, like just up there. Or Batman in the really bad movie. I've never seen that. Dawn of Justice? No, I've never seen it. That was a horrible movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she's up in the corner and he then he hear he thinks he hears something, so mm-hmm. he slowly like turns his head, and as he turns his head, she basically like swims out of. It was frame. kind of funny looking. It, it, it looks a little like it made me laugh the first time, mm-hmm. but then like the more like like as I like watched it, maybe it's just because I got used to it. Yeah. So like I just kind it of became go, more uncomfortable yeah, than funny because like she's like almost doing like this like crawling, like she's like crawling in the like, in the air. Yeah. And, and then she like basically like gets through the door and then he looks in that corner and then there's nothing there. And he just, yeah, he gets up and he starts like kind of like walking around the house a little bit and it is dead silent in this house. It's so quiet. It's dead silent in this movie at this point. Yeah. And he kind of just keeps walking and he notices the grandmother's room is open again. Yeah. And you get the shot from like, if you were in the room looking at him at the doorway. Right. And I think he hears like a loud bang. So like, the, for, so he's in these like he's in the hallway upstairs, and then he starts like closing the doors because he's like really freaked out. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, there's like a there's like a noise, and then he goes, he makes his way down the stairs, and then you see, and it's it, this is all like you may if you've seen this movie and you haven't done any research, you watched it once, you probably didn't even like catch it, mm-hmm. but. Because Ari Aster doesn't, like, make it a point to, like, really, really, like, put it in your face. Which I liked a lot. Exactly. Because it's more terrifying when you discover it. When you it. figure it out. So there's a there's a, a destroyed piano mm-hmm. right on, like, the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. And that's all. That's it. Yeah. Right? And then he basically just, like, walks down the stairs and he walks into the living room. And the whole house is destroyed. Like, yeah. like chairs are flipped. Tables are all over the place. And the whole house is destroyed. And he starts, like, scanning the room. And he and he goes over to the right and he sees his father's charred body. Yeah. And as he's looking at it, 
Annie is now in the living room in the ceiling corner behind him again, just up there. And you know, too, like when we first watched this movie, I didn't notice her like when Peter was in his room. Yeah. I noticed her more yeah. like in this. So when I remembered this time that she's in both, yeah. it gave me fucking chills. Yeah. And it's so terrifying because then it starts to come into focus that like Annie's up in the corner. Yeah. And then from that point, you kind of hear like a noise and Peter looks over and he sees this naked man standing there. Which like, was the same guy at the funeral that yeah. was looking at Charlie. Yeah, with this sick fucking smile yeah, on him. exactly. And I think then, like, you hear, like, one little noise. So a little noise happens, and then this is the one, Ari, the, this is, like, the one where I was talking about where Ari Aster actually chose to, like, swell the music. Yeah. Because Annie was just in the corner in the ceiling, right? And then he, then he looks at this naked man, and then you hear a noise, and then she, Annie's standing, like, really close to him yeah, in like, the corner, in the dark corner. If you look up, he would see her. Yeah, and then she just fucking chases him. And man, like, fight or flight, man, like, he immediately goes. He's like, nope, I ain't dealing with this. <laughs> he, he knows, like, right away, like, I'm out. Yeah. And that, like, immediately terrified me when yeah. I first watched it. I so was the like, what next, the fuck? The next scene. Oh, the next scene. <laughs> God damn it, Frank. This, this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> so he runs and he... He somehow it, gets enough distance that he can make it up into the attic. And he makes it up into the attic and he runs up there. And he's <gasps> he locks it. So he locks the door. There's like a banging that oh he's here. Oh my hear- god! So it's it's the shot on Peter, and you hear like the banging, and he keeps saying, "Mommy, please like, stop!" Please like stop. mommy. Yeah. And then it cuts to her on, the, on ceiling, the ceiling, just banging her head she's, constantly yo, on the door. She is like repeatedly smashing her face so hard against the door. This will stay with me. Yeah. (laughs) For a very long time. (laughs) Yeah. And And then he, the the banging finally stops. mm -hmm. And he like, he's up in the attic and he's by himself and he has like a breathing moment. And this is what I really liked about Ari Aster's direction where he doesn't, he doesn't like just put it in your face. Like if Mm -hmm. you're, if you're paying attention and you're looking, you can see people standing there that Peter doesn't even see. Mm-hmm. And and he just kind of places them there, and he just and he just lets them stay in the corners. You know what I mean? Like I really like that. Mm-hmm. And then Peter, I think he like turns around and he like looks and he sees his he sees like the outline of his grandmother's decapitated body. Yeah. And his picture with the eyes crossed with out. with the eyes crossed out. And at this point, he starts like slapping himself. He's like, "It's just He's like, dream. It's, a dream. it's just a dream. I gotta, I gotta, wake, gotta up. wake up. Gotta up. wake up. Gotta wake up." Oh and my then god! We get the infamous noise that still haunts my dreams it, where it's it's a noise that uh it's i mean there's really no other way of sugarcoating it so yeah. basically let's just let's just say it yeah so he looks up and he sees his mother floating and has like this wire and is like cutting her throat yeah back and forth yeah so kind of like if you were like chopping down a tree with a saw exactly so again Ariaster didn't really like put it in your face but that was a piano wire yeah. that in the previous scene the, the destroyed piano she took that wire and yeah she's basically just fucking seesawing her like her her head off and the close up oh that he does God. of her face like looking at Peter while she's just cutting her like her uh, head off that's why, like, oh, oh, god! Yeah. Like thinking about it right now, I was like, Tony Collette, bravo, yeah, bravo seriously. for this. And uh, and then I remember, I remember sitting in the movie theaters with you, and then when he like freaks out, right? Because because yeah. he hears another, he noise. hears another noise, and he looks over, and then there's like a group of like three like naked people, and mm-hmm. again, it's not, it, there's no like or anything like that. There's no yeah. noise. It's just like 
like they're just there and then and, a little bell chimes yeah I a think. little bell chimes off but, but like i remember just sitting in the theater with you and you were like holy fuck <laughs> <laughs> and, and then i was like what the fuck man <laughs> and then uh peter jumps out of the window and just like knocks himself out into the ground yeah and then you hear yeah you hear the, the head fucking drop. head drop <laughs> god damn it <laughs> And then maybe, maybe it's like five minutes at most, but like Peter kind of like gets up. Well, so the, the, the light orb yes. then goes into Peter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Peter has officially become payment. And he wakes up and he, and he like, and he looks over and he sees. For a split second, decapitated mom floating, floating up. up into the treehouse. And then he makes, and then he starts walking and then you get the famous. You get the fucking dog. The dead dog. God damn it. Do, can I get one movie <laughs> with like possession that doesn't have to kill an animal? Uh, and then he's making his way to the treehouse. And, and you see more you naked see people, more people in the there woods. just watching him and they're all smiling. And then he he makes his way up there, and everybody is naked on their hands and knees. There's multiple people people in there, mm-hmm. naked on their hands and knees, praying to this a giant. statue that has Charlie's decapitated head mm-hmm. on it with a crown. And he basically is like staring at it, and like again, the music is it's not it's very horrifying. Small. It's very like enlightening. It's like these chimes, and it's very like yeah. pretty. And Joanne or Joan, excuse yeah. me, Joan is like, like kind of like goes around and um, she picks up like the crown mm-hmm. and she puts it onto his head. And basically, well, you see before that you see, oh, right. The two yeah, bodies, Peter kind of like look down and see like praying to this statue his, is his mother's decapitated head body. And then his grandmother's decapitated head body. Yeah. Who is all like black and disgusting yeah, looking yeah. because she's decaying. Right. And then, yeah, once she puts the the crown on, he looks back down, and now everybody's praying around him. Pain, exactly, and she basically gives him the rundown that she she basically says like, "Hey, it's okay, it's okay." She's like, "Charlie, you're fine." Yeah. She goes, um, "You know, you, we finally got you into a male host. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you are your payment. You're one of the eight kings from hell, and we we uh, resent the like the Trinity and all that, and you know, basically we we are like your slaves and." you know we're gonna pray to you yeah and they basically all just start chanting like hail payment and then it kind of like they keep saying it and then on the third time it's the final shot where it's, it's just a re- it's a great it's shot. just kind of like a triangle of them in the treehouse, but everything around it is black black so again it looks like a dollhouse yeah it's like the dollhouse effect right and oh, hail so payment hail payment hail payment and then credits it's so fucking cool yeah so you you kind of learn at this point that like the original plan was because Peter was never like really shown to the grandma, he was supposed to become payment. But since Annie never let the grandma near him, Charlie was like the next one. And since Charlie was a girl, they had to basically kind of like finagle it where get Charlie dead and then bring her into right. Peter's so body. They, they they planted that deer there. I think they pl- they planted everything yeah. for maybe like five six years. Yeah. This has all just been like, you know, they've been just basically like waiting. And yeah. So, yeah, I mean. Jesus Christ, this movie. Yeah, I'm glad I showed you this. Oh, my God. And Again, I'm, like. And I'm I, glad you enjoyed it as much as I, because I was actually I fucking, very, very nervous of showing you this, because I was like, I, I don't know if Zach's going to appreciate this as much as I did. No, I, I absolutely love this movie. And again, like, this is, this was a movie that brought me back into horror. Which is. And. 
made... I'll give myself a pat on yeah, the back yeah, for thank, that. <laughs> thank you, Frank. You, you deserve this one because, honestly, like this was the movie that gave me hope again for horror movies. Yeah. That it doesn't have to be all like blood and guts. It doesn't have to all be just jump scares. Yeah. It can be You can have a, a great fucking, story. Yeah, you can have a great story with crazy buildup, not a lot of like scary sounds or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like the music doesn't have to swell constantly yeah. and have a payoff that makes me walk out of the theater just unnerved. I mean, I my girlfriend just said that she literally had a hard time like sleeping for a week after watching this film. Oh yeah, cuz didn't, she said didn't that, you like, guys go to see it and then we went camping like right no, afterwards? No, 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 but she uh she was ba- Oh, well no, 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 that was that? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't Yeah, cuz she was like I don't want to sleep alone for oh, a yeah. while. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> But she was saying how like she was like she would like go into the hallway and just all the lights would be on like she would not like walk because her her bedroom and to her bathroom is like literally like four feet but she was like I would I I'm not walking in the dark she was like I left all the lights on she was like it freaked her out it yeah. really freaked her out and I and I'm so happy that she also appreciated I'm so happy that she got freaked out no well yeah in a way because you know I'm I'm glad that she, that it got to her like the way that I feel like it should get to people yeah and I'm glad that uh like she actually appreciated the film because again I basically like really got her into movies you mm-hmm. know what I mean like she again I kind of say that uh, I take this as high praise because one of the greatest lines that my girlfriend has ever said to me was uh, like to me she goes listen she goes like you know rub a dub dub thanks for the grub <laughs> <laughs> she goes uh she goes, you know, before dating you, she was like, I would always just consider going to movies as like a bore, like, you know, as like a thing to do when you have nothing else to do. Like, oh, let's go to a movie, whatever. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing, I'm bored. And now she, and then she goes, but now like, I like genuinely appreciate going to like seeing them. And like, I, and I, and I'm like invested in like characters and, and what that, and, and now she's starting to know directors and mm. you know what I mean? Like she was so excited for Midsommar. Like she was so excited and she's very excited for The Lighthouse. Nice, and she was in, and she was really and she was hyped for like Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know what yeah. I mean? So like really getting her like w- where like she's at a point where like she actually is like paying attention to directors and knows directors' names, yeah. and, and now knows what A twenty four is. And like every time that A twenty four movie comes out, she like sends me the link, like, "Yo, you want to see this? Like, hey, we gotta mm-hmm. go see this." I mean, it's it was just like the best compliment ever. Like my heart was just like my heart just cracked open, and I was like, "That is the greatest <laughs> thing that anybody has ever said." to me uh so yeah i mean thanks ari Aster for that because you kind of like he was kind of like the the turning point because i mm-hmm. i showed her the wit no before her and i were dating and i was mm-hmm. uh, i was like basically like hey like you know there's a really cool like horror movie called the witch out in theaters so her and her brother went to go watch it and they were like this is garbage yeah and they hated it and then i was like no 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 i'm like let's uh let, 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 yeah let's you paused and like kind of explained and everything I, and, and, I, and i had to like you know get her there to understand mm-hmm. everything and now she loves the witch mm-hmm. she loves the witch and I mean, that's just, that's great, you know? Yeah. So, My girlfriend doesn't like horror movies, so. I know, which is I can't show her stuff like that. It's really unfortunate. But uh, yeah. The Lighthouse, man. I'm very excited for oh, The Lighthouse. Oh, I can't wait. Was that next weekend yeah, for next us weekend. right now? Yeah, next weekend for us right now. So okay. we will be talking about that. I mean, well, we, by, the, by, the time by the time this, this comes up, out. This, sorry, that already came out. Yeah, we already talked about I it. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. <laughs> sorry for the racial comments <laughs> about squirrels. <laughs> um. And that's it, guys. So yeah. that's Ari Aster. Um, very excited for his next film. I apparently he said he's done with horror. I don't know what that where that is gonna go. I don't know, but I mean, at this point, like I'm, I'm, I'm with down. Him. I'm down. Yeah. With <laughs> Whatever him. you put out, Whatever. I'm with you. Exactly. Um, and then yeah, I re- I really really recommend watching the strange thing about the Johnsons. Mm. Uh, I think it's again it's on YouTube. You can watch it the full thing. I highly recommend it. Uh, 
And that's it, guys. Oh, also, we got on iTunes. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, like... By the time this comes out, that's already old news. But, yeah, hey, we're on iTunes. But, hey, like, again, friendly reminder, if you haven't already known, uh, yeah, we're on iTunes, finally. Yeah, so, it was, all it was of our episodes... <laughs> all it of our a, episodes... It was a fucking hassle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mainly it was just the photo wasn't was so cropped annoying. to decide. It, it was so annoying, but we, we finally got there, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, so everything is uploaded on there, like, everything from the very beginning. So we have everything on iTunes and Spotify. Hopefully in the near future, we'll kind of, like, progress and expand to, like, other spots, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But, I mean, for right now, those are, like, the major two that everybody kind of has everything on. Yeah. So... It just helps us and hopefully it gets the word out to you guys a little bit more and you can enjoy it on different platforms than Spotify. Exactly. Uh, Zach, so hey man, take us out. Yeah, so thank you everybody for listening. Now Frank, roll the credits.